Attention. If you owe the IRS, this is an important announcement. COVID relief is over and the IRS is ramping up like never before, sending out millions of collection letters to start 2024. Do you owe $10,000 or more or have unfiled returns? Now is the time to act. The IRS can garnish your wages, seize your property, and they can even take your home or your business. Don't let the IRS take advantage of you. It's time to call Tax Network USA. Their team of experienced tax lawyers has already saved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. They know how to negotiate with the IRS and can help you too. Visit TNUSA.com or call 1-800-245-6000. Again, that's 1-800-245-6000. Don't wait until it's too late. Take control of your tax situation today with Tax Network USA. 1-800-245-6000. Call now. Yo, what a day. We got uh, that footage from the Memphis cops, the horrific video of five officers raining punches on Tyree Nichols as he screams out, mom, mom, before dying in the hospital after cardiac arrest and kidney failure. And the video's pretty brutal. You know, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen all the different angles, but I see these cops holding a guy with his hands behind his back and they're just going at his face like crazy. It's a brutal video. So uh, protests have already begun. People are concerned about violent riots, even though they already fired and arrested the cops involved. They're still going out and protesting. I don't know what they're protesting for because they like you, you got what you wanted. I mean, you wanted the cops brought to justice. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to go to jail. Probably we'll see. And then we got the Pelosi footage getting released. And I've got a I'll call it a correction. I said that I think that I, I, I think I thought it was likely in my 4 p.m. segment that this may be a drug deal gone wrong. I'm not saying I know for a fact. I'm just saying it sounds like it might make more sense. And I missed that they released the backdoor footage of him smashing the windows out. I still think there's a lot of questions that need to be asked about how weird this video is, like why Paul Pelosi is holding a drink as the door opens, why he doesn't then go out to the cops, why he then grabs the hammer, but doesn't drop his drink to grab the hammer. It just It's a very weird thing. Very, very weird. The 911 call is weird. A lot of people are saying, guys, it's just de-escalation. He was trying to stop a crazy crackhead from attacking him. Maybe. Maybe. But I do kind of feel like saying DePap is crazy is a weird catch-all for all of the unexplainable things that we think are weird. Right? It's just like, oh, the, the, the reason why uh, he was holding that glass, he was de-escalating because DePap's crazy. The reason DePap was there, crazy. The reason DePap's sitting with him, letting him call 911, crazy. I just, I just find that kind of weird. So we'll talk about that. Plus, we've got a bunch of other stories. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member to support our work. Click that Join Us button. As a member, you are funding the operation that is TimCast. Your membership helps this show exist, our other shows, and all the work we do exist. And you'll also get access to members-only shows Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m., a massive library of content. Go check it out. It's really great stuff. We had a bunch of awesome guests this week. And uh, I want to I just shout out the event you can see right here in Austin. Sold out. Sold out. Two shout-outs. It's gone. Oh, Sold out. I can't no believe it. I mean, I, I guess I can believe it. We got Alex Jones, Blair White, Luke Rutkowski, Alex Stein, Michael Mouse. This is going to be one awesome event. And there were only 300 tickets to begin with, so those sold out in like two days. Yeah, totally. Man. But it's going to be fun. Maybe we'll figure out a way to do similar things more so that, uh, and different, you know, I, it's hard to travel. It's hard to set up the show on stage and do all this stuff. But uh, thank you to everybody who bought tickets. So don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and so much more is Aiden Kearney. 
What's happening, Tim? Thanks for having me. Yeah, who are you? Uh, so my name is Aiden Carney, uh, although they just call me Turtle Carney. Boy around uh, New England. I run a media entity called Turtle Boy Daily News. We've broken hundreds of stories uh, that the mainstream media won't touch because we go after powerful people that the rest of the media is afraid to go after. Uh, but for that reason, I've been deplatformed. I've been, I've had over 50 Facebook pages taken down. I've been banned from Twitter for two years. I can't use PayPal, GoFundMe, or Venmo. Um, I've been sued dozens of times, undefeated in court, like to point that out, including a most recent uh, Boston City Councilor is currently suing me for writing about her alleged uh, drinking and driving incident. So basically, this is what I do. Um, the mainstream, some When the mainstream media does cover our stories, frequently they like to steal it without attribution. In particular, Andy No seems to have a thing for my content. Uh, oh, wow. And uh, yeah, so that's basically what I do. Well, right on. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Should be interesting. We also got Hannah Claire hanging out. Hi, I'm Hannah Claire. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. Hey, hi, Hannah. Hi. Claire. Well, <laughs> Not Hannah. Oh, no. thanks for having me. Uh, I want to echo something James O'Keefe said last night in a Twitter uh, in a Twitter space that he hosted after IRL late up until midnight Eastern. That we are the media now. We are the mainstream media. And this legacy stuff. They're not the mainstream anymore. It's fed to people via television. No one cares. I mean, it's very, very low. Compared to stuff like this, compared to getting 20 million views on the Veritas video yesterday, that is the mainstream in, in, in the consciousness, and I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. And I wanted to mention two things before we get started. One, I spent the last few days with Bucko the Cat, Mr. Bocus, and we traveled across country to a stem cell clinic that was able to harvest some of his fat cells. They thought we didn't, they didn't get enough fat. He called me today and told me, your cat's a rock star. Somehow out of six grams of fat, they got as many stem cells out of what they could get out of 150 grams of fat uh, from a, a dog. And he was, he was shocked, almost in shock at how, met, how well Bucko did. Um, thank you, Bucko, for, for keeping positive. I don't know if there's some sort of entanglement going on in your cells over there doing well because you're doing well over here. Or No, no, it's, it's all the people who have watched and have prayed for Mr. Bocus. It's It, it really cellular life is attuned to the vibration of your soul. So keep it up. And I, I, I just want to say like, I, I, I have to wonder about that. You know, we, we, we repeatedly talk on the show about our cat, Mr. Bocus and how he's sick and he doesn't have uh, uh, much time to live. And now the doctor's saying it's a miracle. We were able to get enough stem cells out of, he has almost no fit and mm -hmm. he was able to pull it off. I, I wonder if it's all the people who have been praying for Mr. I think Bocus. it's something he didn't say miracle. Doctors, it's a miracle. Yeah, doctors maybe stay a little more scientific. And he, he pointed out that it was um, omental fat from Bucko, whereas the 150 grams of the dog was falciform fat. So they're different kinds of fat too, which might have something to do with it. But he was still he was still taken aback and very happy about it. And then secondly, you know I love graphene, so I put my money where my mouth is, and I got a shirt made out of graphene. He's literally what? wearing the shirt and the pants. If you can see are made out of 90% graphene uh, woven polyester. It's wow. The graphene is infused with the polyester and then it's 10% spandex and it feels cool. We're, we, yeah. We've got to make Ian's graphene dark roast. Let's freaking do it, man. Because it's like heat absorbent, but it's also cool to the touch. I like it. Yeah. Everyone's saying you need a graphene dark roast for the coffee company when we release oh, yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, do, cool. we'll have to do it. Get the hexagons on the, on the package. Maybe we'll do like an espresso roast and it'll be like Ian's graphene espresso. I love blend. it. I'm in. All right, we got Serge pressing the buttons. Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, glad to have you back, Ian. It's Thank been you, fun. Uh, been fun without you, but we're we're really missing you out here. Thanks, yeah. homie. Anyways, let's get started. All right, here's the first story we got from the Daily Mail. Breaking news: Memphis cops release horrific video of five officers raining punches and kicks down on Tyree Nichols. Is that how you pronounce it, Tyree Nichols? I was calling him no. Tyre Nichols I before. I couldn't tell. I think it's Tyree Tyre. Nichols. Yeah. Seems like Tyree. Because like if it was Tyree, I think it'd be like two E's, but I'm not trying to get his name wrong. Let's say Tyree. As he screams out, mom, mom, before dying in hospital after cardiac arrest and kidney failure. So they got a bunch of different angles. 
They pepper spray him. They pin him on the ground. There's surveillance footage where he's got his hands behind his back. They're holding. I think they've cuffed him at this point, right? Yeah, I think so. And then the cop just walks up and just does full boom. Haymakers. Boom. Just starts wailing. You see him going back and forth. Yo. It's tough to watch. Yeah, it's very tough to watch. And they had that... uh, that doctor, uh, I'm sorry, the chief of police came out earlier and said it's as worse or uh, as bad or worse than Rodney King. And so I'm kind of just like, yo, do they want people to riot tonight? Why would she say that? Because they want the riots. Because they want They've been hyping it up all week. And then she's like, we wanted to release the footage on a Friday when no one was in school or at work so it wouldn't be disruptive. It's just like, no. so you want to make sure everyone is available to why. protest, to yeah. riot? Exactly. They, they did the Mike Brown non-indictment announcement on a Friday night too, if I recall. It's mm-hmm. like right yeah. at this exact time. It's mm-hmm. it's like they want people to riot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think they do. The, the, there was that uh, the fire bomber, the Antifa fire bomber in New York, one year in prison. The judge even praised the dude. Yeah. The judge was like, mm-hmm. "You're a good guy, you know. You, you've done a lot of great things. You're gonna go for a, away for a year." And it's just like this guy firebombed a police vehicle, and him and his friend were giving out firebombs, and one year. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. some like. Bumbling Bumpkin walks into the Capitol building confused, and you're like 20 years in prison. Mm, right. I'm exaggerating, by the way, but like, you know, they. they, they Viking they, Man got four. That's a good one. Who did? One. Viking Man got four. Oh, right. Yeah. It's like, here's a guy who's just like doofing about. He didn't do anything. Yeah. He just trespass four years in prison. Meanwhile, Firebomber, welcome to America. We can have a. I mean, we were talking about this the other day. Like, are we in for another summer of love? It's like, it's still winter, man. I'm kind yeah. of feeling like summer of love's coming. It seems like it. I could go for an actual summer of love at this point. How about you guys? <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? Like where we actually love each other again, try and take care of each other. I mean, I'm not down with violence, though. It, you break something, you buy it, man. You wreck somebody's house, you're, you're threatening their livelihood and their life at, at that point. We talked about this the other day. I, th- I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but uh, we were talking about how property rights are uh, life rights. Like the, the root right. of property rights is your ability to live safely and securely. That's why you can own land mm-hmm. and you can farm and grow food. If, if you were like, I am going to work all year to grow food and then some communists show up and they're like, it's not yours, it's ours. Well, then nobody has security. And if they kick you out of your house, if they, if they burn your house down, you go out in the, and it's cold outside, you'll die from hypothermia. Like there's no, it's no joke. Your home is, your, mm-hmm. is, the, is the central nexus of your livelihood. Now, I did the unthinkable today. I watched uh, a lot of MSNBC and CNN just to kind of see. <laughs> you got to like, check did in. You, just to see what everyone did you else vomit? is watching. Well, it's like all they're talking about is this, this one person and, and him dying. And, and, and it's almost like they're just feeding into it. They're making this seem like this is the biggest story in the country. When in fact, it's one of thousands of murders that happen every month in this country. Like that's what, like if this worst case scenario, these cops did it, they murdered them. They're, like you said, they're, I think they they're, did. they're already in jail. Like these videos. What, what, are, what else do you want besides them getting arrested? They're li- like, what are you protesting for? Protesting is supposed to have an end police. goal. That's exactly what it is. But right. they're not saying that. But that like, so when, when Biden gets out there and he said, he actually said like, we want you to protest peacefully. Why are you protesting at all? Protesting what? They were already arrested. They're in jail. What else do you want? But the, abolish the police. Exactly. This is it. They, they, they know that abolish the police is unpopular, but that's really what they want. Mm-hmm. You got a video. I, I got to say, like, I watched the surveillance footage. Do you have a will or a trust? It can be scary to think about death, but not having a plan in place if something happens is far scarier. Thanks to trust and will, you don't have to navigate the complicated and confusing process of estate planning alone. They make it accessible, affordable, and way easier than you thought it could be. 
Trust & Will walks you through the whole process step-by-step. Step. Each will or trust is state-specific, and you can customize it to your own needs, including guardianship, healthcare preferences, power of attorney, and final arrangements. You'll have easy access and control of all your estate planning documents in one convenient place with bank-level encryption. And you'll reduce the burden on loved ones by helping them avoid complicated probate proceedings and family disagreements, all starting at just $199. Join hundreds of thousands of families and protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your state plan documents at trustandwill.com Tim. That's trustandwill.com Tim. And I'm just like, yeah, there, there's no justification for having a guy in cuffs who's just standing there and then you start wailing on his face. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was uncomfortable. I haven't like, seen the video. Like, Is it too seemed, It seemed too, too, too graphic. I don't think we can play it on YouTube. What, so it's, was he saying something and then they came up he, behind him and they're like, you, you said too much kind of thing? No, like he was like he was dizzy, dizzy and dizzy like and disoriented and they just kept hitting him. Like, yeah. and it, it seemed almost personal. Like yeah. very personal. Like I'm sure there's more to it. Well, uh, somebody, and he didn't deserve it. Don't get me wrong. But it seemed like the, either the cop has roid issues or something, something wrong with that guy. Well, I'll just say, I probably shouldn't say it, but I want to. You're talking about the super chat? The super chat where someone yeah. said there's a rumor that he was banging a dude's wife or something like that. Yeah. Oh, that it was personal. Yeah, but yeah. but I only say that because you said it looked like it was personal, and I felt the exact same way. Like, when they got the dude sub guy subdued, and then the dude walks up and just winds up and goes, boom, boom, yeah. I'm like... Does he know that guy? Because right. that's not I, like the, all the videos we've seen of cops when they're like detaining or arresting someone. Mm -hmm. You can tell what they're doing and why they're doing it. Like right. a lot of these videos are stop resisting and then they start hitting him and punching him in the head. But that's like they call it pain compliance. This looks like revenge. Yeah, it's it's like that one guy in particular. It's not like yeah, all the cops yeah. are doing it. Yep, he looked like in Mortal Kombat when it's like yeah. finish him. Yeah, it really I mean, that's does. what he looked like. And yeah. was, so like, that one cop was the one who kept. Yeah, it was only happened? the one cop. Uh, and I, I know there was one. Uh, I don't know if the, there was also a part of it where they're hitting him with an ice stick. I don't know if that was like the same cop but, or whatever. You know, but it could be that this rumor emerges because, because people people are like, "Does this right. guy know him?" Yeah, you know, it's a good point. They're like, trying to fill in the gaps. I mean, Memphis yeah, is like one of the most violent cities in the country, and so if we were trying to have a hotbed for cultivating. Um, an anti-police sentiment, it might be one of the places to do so because I'm sure there are a lot of people there who feel as though the justice system is against them and, you know, hurts everyone they know. I think it's the obvious parallels you're going to see here that, you know, this man was stopped. Uh, it was it started as a traffic stop. And there are cities like Philadelphia that have tried to do away. They try to get rid of any chance of having a traffic stop to avoid this kind of confrontation mm -hmm. or a confrontation escalating. Uh, the video is, I mean, I think the video speaks for itself, but obviously if we find out later that there is some sort of social or relationship, some sort of connection between the men, like I don't think it makes it better. I think it probably speaks to more systematic issues what? in Memphis. Yeah, it could even indicate like premeditation. If the guy knows the guy and he sees him across and he walks towards him True. to hit him, that's very different than he's on him and then he starts hitting him yeah. out of defense or, or something. It's just hard I don't, to like. I don't think that's true that the guy was banging his wife. I think it just sounds sensational. It was a super chat. Think. So yeah, true. it's on the Pretty internet. Official. Therefore, yeah. it's true. Right? <laughs> Must have some value if it's on the internet. I don't know. Maybe we they should paid to, it. They paid to say that. So maybe I just Google oh. it. I'll see. <laughs> so then what happened? These five cops are in jail right now? Because this is like the they first I've They all turned night? themselves in and they've all been, they've been arrested, but I think they all posted bond, lest I read. Were they actually oh, fired? Were they out? Were they, they I think bond. they're out. But then again, I wonder where they are right now because it sounds like Memphis is not the place to be. Is there riots right now? 
it, I mean, I don't know about right now, but it seems like there's a chance that tonight is a, a night for it. Yeah, I mean, Kellen was watching footage. I don't know where he was watching, but there's definitely people out in the streets demonstrating. There are demonstrations, I but yeah. I don't know if it's escalating. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, this, There's like a YouTube video from a day ago. Was Tyree Nichols having an affair with one of the officer's wives? Oh, boy. oh. And they found him, and they were like... So I, I typed that. in... So I picked up Google. I typed in Tyree Nichols, and it auto-filled affair Reddit. And I was like, whoa, what? So I clicked it and it just gave me a bunch of Reddit posts about the story. So I got rid of Reddit. So it says Tyree Nichols Affair. And there's a video where a guy's saying it from yesterday. So maybe it was someone just speculating. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. people yeah. are trying to, people are like, why would the cops do this? Is like, is the cop just a murderer and he was just feeling like killing a guy? Or was there a reason for it? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. pretty rare. I think most murder, I don't know. I don't actually have the data to back this up. Most murder is between people that know each other. Is that true? And I think yeah, a lot I've of the that. cops are just, uh, they see the mental aspect of being a cop. Like They see dead bodies all the time. Like they come across a car accident. They see the, they're the first to see a dead body. They have to call people's loved ones. These people, a lot of police, I think, are suffering from mental health issues and they're messed up in the head. What I saw in that video, I mean, that's that man has serious issues, like anger issues. He's probably seen a lot of things. I mean, Memphis is a dangerous city. He's working in a lot of dangerous areas. And I'm not justifying anything he did. Obviously, he needs to be held responsible for that. But what you saw in that video is not normal anger. An accountant doesn't have that kind of anger in them. Somebody that actually sees crazy shit on a daily basis, like that's what I saw in that video. Mm-hmm. So what you, what, what's your prescription? Are we going to get a summer of love? Oh yeah, we're gonna. I mean, well, luckily it's winter, so we got that going. We're I mean, have well, that's the, look, look, this stuff's already starting in January. I mean, normally we yeah. wait until the springtime when people start coming out, but people are protesting in winter, which you know, it's, it's almost like the, the groundhog sees shadow. Like, do the protesters come out in winter? Because if they do, then they're then they're heated up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's I, a lot of it. I think is desperation with this economic downturn. I'm really we need some sort of like uh, industrial re- revival or revolution in this country. But like, why do we know? But like, so one guy in in Memphis was murdered, right? So, but people are murdered across the country on a daily basis, and this is what annoys me about this: is that this is what the media. And politicians, Democratic politicians, tell us is important. This is the biggest story. Mm-hmm. But it's really not because people get murdered every day in this country. In Massachusetts the other day, I don't know if you guys heard about this. One of the most horrible stories I've ever heard. A mother, um, a nurse, a delivery nurse at Mass General Hospital murdered her three children. Or, oh, I saw the story. And, yeah. and then tried to kill herself by jumping out of the window. To me, that is so much of a bigger story than this because the problem that caused her to do that is mental health. And that isn't something that we are not but addressing. What you, but you don't all. protest that. Mm-hmm. Right, but why aren't, like, you yeah. never hear calls to like, let's do something about the mental health system. Here's my plan to fix the mental health system. So many people are dying in this country every year because of mental health. That's an actual problem that is a solution that can be fixed. Whereas, what are these people trying to fix? They're already in jail. There's not a problem to be fixed here. Five bad cops well, so did something bad and they're being held They look at the police and say the this is going to keep happening so long as you have a police department. And with wh- the woman killing her kids, people are going to be like, what should we do? Yeah, you make a good point. A lot of the mass shootings are people that have are on psychiatric, psych, some sort of psychoactive drug. And, uh, and what's the first thing they try to do after They'll try and ban guns, guns or take away guns instead of going at the pharmaceutical companies that are right. profiting off of shoving drugs mm-hmm. down people's throats instead of fixing their diets. And yep. it's like the, the thing about demonizing police is it stresses out the people that are on the force, the police force. And then when they're out there, they're more stressed and then they become more likely to get agitated on the job. So like mm-hmm. or, or fearful resulting in an escalation of force. Right. Absolutely. 
you know, hating the, the, is not going to make these people fight less. Right. I think they see defund the police as like a very simple solution, right? Cops are killing people. If we get rid of them, those are gone. And I think it becomes harder to talk about mental health. Like I think I think you're totally right. Mental health would should be a, a bigger push in this country. And in fact, what when you start talking, it made me think of there's a wave of different families over the Christmas time who mm-hmm. were all involved in murder suicides, right? Like these very large families. Yeah. I think there are two in Utah, uh, but mental health is more complicated right you mentioned diet we could talk about medication we could talk about environmental stress like it's much harder to pinpoint a fix on one thing whereas if i say well if cops killed someone we should just get rid of all cops it becomes much easier for people to all jump on board it's not that i advocate for that solution it's just that like it's it markets itself better you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so even though it's misdirected i think it's much easier to push people towards that call or that that effort now i just want to point out uh, all these cops that got arrested, they were all black. So <laughs> does that remove the racial component? No. That, no. Did you read Van Jones today? Mm-mm. What do you say? Oh, he said that it's, white, uh, it's internalized white supremacy. Right. You got to see the headline. I, I yeah. screenshot it uh, somewhere. It, you it's would think Van it's Jones? satire, but I mean, it's actually real life. I think it was uh, The was Guardian had one. The, yeah. I think The Guardian. Here's the headline. Then, yeah. um, opinion. The police who killed Tyree Nichols were black, but they still might have been driven Oh come on, man! Vin, like CNN, I know I got it right here. And I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to be like, can we can I mean, we point out that they're the protesters are angry with the policing system and it's not just a race thing? And nope, they can't they can't help it. They can't. They're they're, they're pulling a Clayton capable. Bigsby. It's it's a, it's a Dave Chappelle Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like how do they not laugh? I was kidding about headline. earlier. The guy writing Yo. that headline. Like, is no, they're trying to stay on message. Yeah. That, that, we that's had what it uh, is. we had the Hoteps here. Hotep Jesus, Uncle Hotep, Canon Hotep. These are. You know, three adult black males. And I just pointed out to him, I was like, you know, it's funny, is that because your guys' is politics, you're all white supremacists. <laughs> but Serge over here is African American because he's from yeah, South Africa. Quite literally. Oh, it's yeah. just like, like the, the logic, yeah, right? Like Elon. Exactly. Luke, Luke is, uh, Luke Rakowski's Polish. Person of color. So that makes him a person of color. How come? Uh, Slavs are considered people of color. Oh, how about, according, what about, according, I always wonder about Portuguese. According to wokeness. Because the woke don't believe white means your skin color. It means political, like, dominant force or something. And because Ukrainians, Polish people or whatever, and, like, Romanians are in, like, a worse off economic position. Right. The blonde hair, blue-eyed Luke Rydkowski, according to the Coalition for Communities of Color, they say he is a person of color. Now, I yeah. see a through line here. And because they I say, think- And they say, Hotep Jesus, a black man, is a white supremacist. I think that white, whiteness, <laughs> the pa- whiteness and the patriarchy are kind of hand in hand. I do believe it mm-hmm. comes from the Roman slave state. It was essentially the, the Romans were racist, genocidal maniacs that would conquer and murder and enslave other people that weren't pure blood Roman, they were like the Nazis of the time. If oh, the Nazis had them. won and conquered the, the half the planet, yeah, it wasn't just and, them. Uh, it, yeah, uh, it wasn't just the Romans, but, but the Roman the thing, patriarchy, yeah. the Roman, the church that they created, mm-hmm. like w- has done such damage in the amount of slavery that they imposed on people, and and it still is like bled through into our society. We have like white Roman heritage, but it's like it's not the skin color. That's where we. Right. That's where it, exactly. it it starts to get blurry. We got to look past the skin color and look at the actual patriarchy. The we even call ourselves patriots. Like that's a male dominant thing. They say God is a man. That's male dominant crap. It doesn't have to be like that. You know, he's going full feminist. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I agree with you. No one, you don't have to. Well, no, it's okay. I mean, why. I think part of this, 
I think it's easy to say like, oh, it's one group that had this terrible system. But like, let's remember that when the Romans had slaves, so did tons of other right. people, right? Exactly. Like we are saying that, oh, because we are tied to Romans and they had slavery, therefore this through line is there. But that's not true because you'd have to say it for all civilizations, right? And every descendant of a culture that had slave would in that idea have the same fault, right? I think when we talk about patriarchal culture, uh, it becomes e- easy to, again, say that there is one problem, right? That men are too aggressive and that men don't do this and whatever. And I, I think that's not true personally, right? I think that there are faults with some patriot dominated societies, but I don't think being tied to your heritage and typically heritage is traced through the masculine line of your family is bad, right? I think mm-hmm. we have a better understanding of our history. And again, typically that's tied through the male dominated line you have a better a way of looking at the faults in your culture, right? It becomes more difficult to reflect on yourself when you are we, divorced from your heritage. Again, we, we got we, we just got we got to read some of this. So this is the uh, this is from Van Jones on CNN. <laughs> the police who killed Tyree Nichols were black, but they might still have been driven by racism. It's just. What? And he's the same one at CNN. He's the one that occasionally you're like, oh, Van Jones said something I agree with. He writes, occasionally. Three decades ago, when four white L.A. police officers were videotaped beating Rodney King, the public outcry was heard around the world. In fact, I got arrested for the first time in my life during protests that followed, and I subsequently dedicated my career as a lawyer to helping to sue rogue cops, close prisons, and reform the criminal justice system. What happened to King was horrifying, he then goes on to mention, but at least he survived. Tyree Nichols did not. Yada, yada. Five former Memphis police officers fired for their alleged actions during Nichols versus alleged, and there's a video of it, have now been indicted. I was in law enforcement during the Rodney King incident as a chief. By all accounts, he was good. How do we explain Nichols' horrific killing alleged at the hands of police who looked like him? From the King beating to the murder nearly three, three years ago of George Floyd, blah, 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 How blah. do we explain it? It's extremely Black common. people are not immune to anti-black messages. One of the sad facts about anti-black racism is that black people ourselves are not immune to its pernicious effects. At this point, I just want to give a round of applause to Van Jones at, for this sophistry at um, coming up with a reason why these black cops were actually anti-black racists for beating up another black man. It's not just him, though. It's like Jameel uh, Hill. Like This was a common take on Twitter today about this. Like As soon as they saw that picture where all five cops are black, you're like, well, now we got to go to plan B. Like the original, the original plan was racism. We're like, well, now we're gonna have to explain this a little more. What's but look what look what they did with Zimmerman. Remember, right. they right. were like a white man. It's like Zimmerman's Mexican. He's, he's Hispanic. He's I, don't, I don't know if he's Mexican. He's, he's Cuban, Hispanic. I think. Cuban. Yeah, there you Cuban. go. He's just, he, and the, and they were like, well, he's a white Hispanic. You're like, yeah, what does that right. mean? Are you kidding me? So Come on, man. What I'm getting is Van Jones is suggesting that these dudes, these five cops, were serving the white master and doing its bidding. Exactly. And, <laughs> but, but it's just so, it's not a white and black thing. This is what drives me nuts, man. Yeah, there are right. corporate overlords. There are people with power. But, I mean, maybe maybe I'm blind and that there really is a racial thing. Like, they... they Annihilated not, the Native not. Americans. Bro, they were like they're bro. savages. They didn't even consider them human. Like they were just killing anything that wasn't white or whatever at the time. They had black slaves and they so were killing later. the red. Listen, listen, listen. There's a reason why these things emerge in human civilization. Time is our most precious commodity, and I've heard from so many of my listeners who have asked for my advice about how they can spend it wisely to improve themselves and the people around them. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, 
or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, for free. I personally recommend you sign up for Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution. In this 12-lecture course, you'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it has been undermined for more than a century by progressivism and liberalism. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedom of the American people against the encroachments of an increasingly large and unaccountable government. Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash Tim to enroll. There's no cost and it's easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu slash Tim to register. Hillsdale.edu slash Tim. You live in a small village of 100 people. Everybody's orange. You know that when you see a person and they're orange, you're like, oh, they probably live in my village. I can I can trust that. It feels safe. 100 miles away, there's a village where everybody's green. One day you come across a green person. You're like, that. I've never seen that person before. I don't know who that is. They're not from my village. That's a threat. That's dangerous. So over time, as humans start coming closer and closer together, we start living with people of other with different backgrounds, different heights, different skin colors. We start to go like, oh, you know, that didn't matter at all. We, we, we're, we're now humans. And so over time, we start to actually move away from this, from, from a lot of this. Mm-hmm. In the United States and a bunch of other countries, they don't. So you end up with, yes, race is often an issue. Even in the United States, people racially profile. Even Mike Bloomberg went on about how he does this. And then you end up with, like, I can understand to a certain degree what Van Jones is saying, but they're taking it in a direction that I think is disingenuous. There have been black cops who, in, on numerous occasions, have been seen arresting and beating young black men. And then the woke activists try and claim, like, oh, the police did this, and it's white supremacy, and it's racist. And then when you point out, like, hey, I don't think the race was the issue right. if the cops themselves were black. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, these guys are in a high crime neighborhood. Yeah. They're black. The, the people who live there are black and the cops are concerned about the level of crime. I don't think the black cop is looking at the black kid and being like, he looks like me. Like, what's, what's he thinking? Therefore, this guy's more dangerous. Yeah. No, I think what it is, is it doesn't matter if you're white. It doesn't matter if you're black. It matters if they're like, hey, we're sending you to a crime scene. And you're like, okay, now you're going to be on edge and be like, I'm in a dangerous neighborhood. I feel like, I mean, what you're saying makes me think of all of the diversity and equity recruitment. Like there are a lot of uh, police stations or, you know, police departments across the country that specifically were like, we want to make sure our force represents the people that they're policing, right? They are of the same racial makeup. They are related to the community. They have a better way to relate to them. Like if, I don't know if Memphis has this policy in place, but if they do, does this tell us that like that doesn't matter, that people who are prone to be cruel and violent will do it no matter who they're looking at. Imagine if these guys were like diversity hires. Like imagine that, like, <laughs> you know, like like this is part of the diversity, yeah. equity and inclusion, but, like but, they hire these guys. But maybe, I mean, we I remember there was a lawsuit, I think it was out of New York, where they purposefully hire stupid people to be cops. And they said, it's because they hire smart people, they get bored, they quit. And that, that's, that's their excuse. But you hire people of low quality, you're going to get low quality output. You know, interesting. Do you guys remember? I, I, I'm I'm just totally going to bring this up. Do you remember when Ben and Jerry's tweeted about the what is, what is it called the thir- the 1350? Uh, the, it's that, they tweet yeah. a lot of stupid things. It's yeah, hard yeah, to yeah. So this is the, the point I'm trying to make. There are a bunch of people. 
who they were even posting this the other uh, the other day when we were we were talking about uh, with Nuance Bro mm-hmm. crime in, in Democrat cities, and he mentioned the racial disparity in crime and all that stuff. And I'm like, I think there's a lot to do with history poverty and then we look at the surface level or i shouldn't say we but a lot of people and they're like hey i notice there's a lot of crime in this community and they tend to be this race or that race and it's also like yeah but there's a lot more context there that we need to bring up i'm not saying race plays no issue or anything i'm just saying historical uh like slavery generational wealth poverty lack of education these things play a much much bigger role in my opinion than than anything else but ben and jerry's and this is a a really important point because the woke people do this and that's exactly what this is ben and jerry's Posted on Twitter something like, you know, uh, uh, the African-American community is only 13% of the U.S. population, but they comprise something like, you know, 50% of prison inmates, yada, yada. And I'm like, that's the same meme that you'll see, you know, uh, uh, people post on the Internet that I don't want to say every single person who posts that is a racist, but are associated with being the right or racist. The left believes the exact same thing. They they the left wants segregation. The left is blaming racism, anti-blackness, on why black cops attacked a black man because they can't help but view the entire world through the lens of race. It's, it's, it's the woke law of projection. You have a white liberal who is extremely racist who then says, you know what? You're racist too. And you're like, me? I'm not racist. And they're like, yes, you are. The reason they're saying that is because they think everyone must think the same thing they do. They can't imagine that other people have different beliefs. It's a cult. So everybody projects. Everybody mm. thinks the way I view the world is the way everyone else views the world. Now, I shouldn't say everybody. There's a lot of people who understand that they don't probably tend to watch shows like this or Crowder or Six X Enamor of even Barnes. Like to be on the opposite side of the wokeness. But these woke people very much so are racist and then project thinking, if I think this way, so must everyone else. Mm-hmm. Then they go to you and tell you you're racist, and no matter what you say, they won't believe you, because you must think. What well, if you don't, think. that's white fragility. Best exactly. Book. That's literally yeah, what yeah, that, yeah. That, that book is based on. So you end up with Van Jones writing the only explanation <laughs> as to why five black men beat another black man was because of white supremacy. When it's just like maybe it's because they're cops, maybe it's because they have a short fuse because of the things they witness all day every day, and they were angry. And it's nothing to do with the race of these men because they were all black. I just, I'm sick of everything having to be someone's race. Like, look, I'll put it this way. Sometimes it is race. Sometimes it is a white cop hating a black person. Sometimes it's a black cop hating an Asian person. Who knows? I'm just saying it annoys me that woke people especially, but, you know, others as well, immediately assume the cause of and the correlation is well, it was the race. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. For all we know, this guy was banging dude's wife. Well, okay? Jamil Hill said the, the silent part out loud. This is what she said, what you were saying about the police. I need, I need so many people to understand this regarding uh, Tyree Nichols. Several of the police officers who murdered Freddie Gray were black. The entire system of policing is based on white supremacist violence. They just so keep go. making it up. They're, they're, but that, that, it just that, proves. Like, it's, it's, they're trying it's, to, they're, she's saying get rid of the police. That's I'm, what she I'm said. just... I'm just, it's, it's amazing. It's someone walking up to you and saying, listen, the sky is, is pink. And you go, I'm looking up and the sky is blue. Actually, that's because you've got a, a lens distortion perspective. And that proves actually the sky is pink. No, I can see it, dude. When you, when, when you come out and you say, did you know that the cops who killed Freddie Gray, some of them were also black? I'm like, so that basically disproves your whole narrative. No, it actually proves it. <laughs> they can't lose it's, right, it's brilliant I, they got quite the I scam wish, going I, I'd, I'd love to uh, 
I, I wish I had that kind of societal power to say something that proves the opposite proves the opposite. Just be at a casino and it's like, you know, it's like hit me twenty five. Actually, they changed the rules. Uh, jacks are now four. Oh, oh I you keep have twenty one. I, I keep winning. winning. <laughs> keep me, wasn't there a movie where a guy was like? The only one in the world who knew how to lie. Yeah, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that movie a lot. That Never seen good. it. What's that one called? It's called the Invention, Invention of Lying. lying. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's broke. So it's a world where no one can lie. Mm-hmm. And then he's broke. He can't pay his rent. He's going to get evicted. And then he goes to the bank. And then it like show like he's like I need to withdraw money. And they're like I'm sorry, you don't have you don't, you, don't, you only have a certain amount of money in your bank account. Then it zooms into his brain and it shows like uh, a neuron fire. And then he goes. No, I have $800 in my account. And she goes, that's strange. It doesn't say that. Must be a mistake. Okay, I'll withdraw that money for you because there's no lying. So it's like, and then she gives him the money and he's like, whoa. Yeah. And then he basically becomes like king of the world because mm-hmm. he can get movies. Is it funny? He's funny. It's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think it's a great movie. He's it's hilarious. Great. It's like, a, it's like a, a movie that makes you think kind of, but it is funny. Movies in this universe are people sitting in chairs reading history because yeah. there's no fiction. So then he starts writing fiction, and people are like watching these movies, all excited, thinking it's real. It's kind of like, uh, like historically, like through the eons that the the lying, deceitful one, monkey or whoever in the in the culture of our great ancestors, were like the ones that were able to weasel their way into power by by hiding the food so that the other ones couldn't find their food. And they're like, where's our food? Then they starve. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. And so it's in our genetics that you need to deceive to get into power. But what we want is an honest leader. But you need a strong society to support an honest leader or the leader will just be taken advantage of and destroyed by evil and subterfuge. It's so easy to burn down what's what's functional, but it's so challenging to create it. To build up. Yep. Yeah. Think, so think I think about, we're on a path to, to create an honest leader right now, it seems like. Think about building a machine and all of the fine parts that go in it, and then someone can just take a piece of bubble gum and throw it right in, the whole machine breaks. True. And then you're like, I can't get that bubble gum out. Something that's so stupid and easy to make, some bubble gum, some tree sap, some rubber, mm-hmm. destroys you know 50 years of your work. Think about like how you could gum up a car. Think about how you could pour sugar or some other garbage into the tank. It's like so easy to tear a machine down. It's so hard to build it. And it's easy to lie about machines when they're not functioning because like it can cause panic. If you're honest about the, the mishaps and the, the dangers of society, people can freak. If you don't understand the danger, but you're honest about it, that's scary. Like, hey, there's a problem I don't have a solution for. And that can cause panic, which can cause the dissolution of the system. So you're better off historically lying about it and being like, everything's fine. Close your eyes. Everything's fine. And if it burns, it burns. You know, there's no one there to, to come after me for lying. But I, I, I think now, you know, well, one, we have the, the tools like the Internet where we can solve these problems. Climate change. You know, we can withdraw the carbon, turn it into graphene. We can regrow the plankton in the ocean by, with iron fertilization. We can regrow the coral reefs with uh, cultural micro fragmentation of coral where you break it into a bunch of pieces and then it all grows at once together. You can, we can build space elevators and elevate. You know, we can colonize. There are solutions, but it's a matter of organizing them and communicating them calmly. And I think if, if we can do that, we won't need to lie to each other. Well, and everyone has to agree that like those things are worth doing, right? Like if you have a small group of people and they collectively have the same values and they're like, yep, we pick him to be the leader and he has our best interest, you know, it's easier. But when you talk about large scale issues that everyone has a different role in, right? Like this comes up with, uh, you know, global warming all the time. 
well, this company, this country is really trying hard to reduce all of its emissions, but this country doesn't care about it. They don't prioritize it. And they are actually emitting more carbon into the atmosphere. Like, at what point do we get people to work on that? Because they actually have their own self-interest for their own communities. I, I just want to go back to this Van Jones thing real quick and just say, just, just do, to pause real quick and just entertain this thought. <laughs> We, we had someone in the chat say, I heard that Tyree Nichols was banging some dude's wife. And we're like, whoa, I mean, you know, we're wondering if there was something personal here, but we can't verify that. CNN's running a story being like, oh, actually, the cops were white supremacists. It's like the, the, so first, just, the first one's more believable. It, this is the, the point. Second. This is the point. Right said, here. We're the mainstream media. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like if you came to me and said, here's a video of a man wailing on the face of another man, I'd be like, damn, what do you do? Bang the guy's wife? Because it is a simple solution mm -hmm. to assume they had a beef. But then imagine a news anchor says, actually, we think the real reason is that that black man swinging his fists is actually a white supremacist. So it's like, okay, so you want me to believe, CNN, Van Jones, that those five black men were anti-black racists with internalized white supremacy as a more plausible reason as opposed to Homeboy bang dude's wife. Dude, yes. Dave Chappelle did the skit <laughs> with Clayton yeah. Bigsby, but he couldn't even pull it off. He had to make the guy blind. You can't just, <laughs> he couldn't be like, uh, if he him. saw his own skin color, you know, then the joke, it wouldn't even be funny. You know, because like, like, it's so ridiculous. They want you to believe that like it, racism and internal race, it's like, the, it's, a, it's more deadly than COVID. You know, it's like literally yeah. the most dangerous thing out there that infects your it's mind. And world. it can take a black person and make them actually hate black people and mm -hmm. do something. This is what they're saying with a straight face, which is amazing. But I will say racism is, is disgusting. When you talk to someone that actually is really racist and they say it and you're like, what? What are you? It's yeah. gross. It's, but the thing is, Van Jones is softening it and making it so you don't. He's a racist. Stuff. Well, and I'd say one further, like he wrote this for CNN. It has the opinion label on it. Right. But then someone else at CNN is going to say, here are some factual reporting. And some people believe it was actually motivated by white supremacy and they'll link to his article. But then it'll continue to be cycled and cycled and cycled until it becomes part of the normal narratives. It's these cops who were motivated by white supremacy beat this guy. Like it's it's a kind of nasty cycle of absorbing these these mm. guesses at what's going I, on. I agree it's gross. For me, I would phrase it as racism is annoying on at an academic level and it's gross on a personal level. Mm -hmm. Like we've, we we have a bunch of friends of the show who are a variety of different races. And just thinking about the fact that like a racist person would say something negative about any of the guests we've had on who are not white. I mean, these are good people. You know, these are people of good opinion. We have people like uh, the Hoteps come on we have people like Andy No, I know you mentioned uh, earlier on, but we have people with a bunch of different backgrounds. And I'm like, these are all people who are good people that, that do good work, that agree with a lot of your opinions. And then you'd have someone who just says, because of the way they look, I have a negative view. I'm like, ah, that's the stupidest thing. But, but the reason it's annoying to me is that when you look at a situation like this with Tyree Nichols, we're asking ourselves, what is the context and circumstance that results in a, con in, in, in a conflict like this? It is not because the men internalized white supremacy. That makes literally no sense. It's a strange crackpot conspiracy theory. But it's annoying to me because I'm like, yo, I'm trying to solve a problem here. And it's like you're coming out. It's, it's like watching someone with a Chinese finger trap pull as hard as they can. And you're like, my guy, just stop. OK, it's not the surface level solution on this one. Sometimes maybe you could probably pull so hard you'll rip the thing apart. But we're trying to figure out why this happened. And I don't think it's because Tyree Nichols was banging a dude's wife, but that certainly makes more sense. It could simply be because the cops are frustrated and angry. Maybe something happened earlier in the day. 
Maybe Tyree was, they said it was reckless driving. Some people are disputing that. We have no idea. But when Van Jones comes out and says, oh, it's because they were racist. It's like, bro, we're not going to solve the problem of what's happening with bad cops like this. I'm not saying all cops. But when there are bad cops, if you just say racism, it's like, okay, actually that cop was doing illegal deals and bribery. You know, if, if we're going to actually hold, hold them accountable, we need to hold them accountable for the things that are leading to this, not just go, eh, racism and throw the Well, it's the racism there. industrial complex. If exactly. racism disappeared tomorrow, think of how many people would be unemployed. Our economy Every crash. Democrat? Every nonprofit <laughs> would just go kaput. There would be no need for half of them. Uh, how many politicians would lose their jobs? Like, I'm on Twitter today, and I'm seeing, like, when I see Kamala Harris and, uh, and Joe Biden talking about this guy, I don't know, it just really angered me about the situation in Duxbury, Mass., where they will never mention those three innocent children who were, they will never mention them, but they will make, make it seem like this guy, this is the biggest deal in the world because racism is the biggest problem confronting our country. Why would they want a cure for it when they can just keep selling the antidote and keep getting elected yep. off let's, of it? Let, let's jump to the next story here. Otherwise, we're going to go in. Uh, I think I'm starting to go in circles. We have this from TimCast.com. Breaking DePat Pelosi body camera footage released. And oh boy, do I have a lot of questions that need to be answered. Because, you know, we were hearing a lot about what happened with Paul Pelosi's attack. We had a lot of questions about what seemed to not make sense. The video seems to clarify a lot of what we didn't know, but oh boy, does it raise a whole lot of questions about what was going on. And uh, look, I don't know what happened. All I know is it's a very, very weird, vid- very weird video. Now, I do want to say, earlier today, I did a segment where I talked about how I thought it was more likely it was a drug deal gone wrong. It makes more sense. But then they did release the footage showing DePap smashing the back, back door window. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk that back. Still think it's possible, but probably very unlikely because it would require them staging a broken window for some reason, which I don't know, maybe they did, but I really find it unlikely. I'll just tell you this. In the video footage, you can see this right here. I got questions. How is it that Paul Pelosi, in his underwear, is holding a drink of some sort and the hammer into Pap's hand, and they're both at the door with the police, And and, and Paul Pelosi does not walk out to the police. He just stands there looking in a stupor. You, you look at his face and he's like, huh? He could run to them. Right there. They're right there. But Why doesn't he, he just run to them? Because the Pap's got the hammer and, and no. Paul is trying but to run. stop is hold you, it. Because when they say, hey, drop the hammer, the Pap responds. You let go of that says, hammer. No. Like so the, he's the, the Pap's pulling it. on the hammer. You let go. He falls back. Run. Just run to the cops. You're, they're right there. They're but right I, there. I think they're hammered. I think I think yep. Paul Pelosi yeah. is, is drunk out of his mind, yep. which is part of why they didn't want to release it because he's in his boxers drunk in mm-hmm. one in the morning with his drug dealer or whoever this guy is. I mean, he's in his own home. To be fair to Paul, it's his home if he wants to be drunk in his boxers. Well, of course. It's fine. I don't even think drunk. he's doing anything wrong. Yeah, I think he's I wish they had released this I don't blame him one. for being a raging alcoholic. No. 82 years old and married to Nancy Party Pelosi. Party on, brother. Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> well, it's the stock trading that really bothers me that his wife gives him inside deals. I don't Allegedly. Well, hold, hold on, hold on. We, we didn't Back give, to the video. We, yeah. we did not excuse that. We yeah. excused the drinking. Right, right. So mm-hmm. go, you can drink if go you want. Go on with your bad self, Paul, but lay off the stock trades. I think I think the reason he doesn't run to the cops, he's plastered. Mm-hmm. He's just drunk out of his mind, trying to stay calm. That's got, why got when no he pants on. so he just gets drunk every night, and this happened. He got to be a the DUI night. recently, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. yeah. So here's he, what I here's what I think. Didn't he I, kill someone in that DUI too? No, he no, didn't kill. No. He injured someone. He hit another car. Oh really? He yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, he didn't yeah. just like get a DUI oh, wow. and go on. Like he hit another car. I can't remember if the if it was fatal or wow. not. He's a drunk. I think the guy breaks in. Paul probably already had a drink. Was probably just plastered out of his mind. The pap's like, where's Nancy? And he's like, oh, wow. You know, just like, Bleh. And then he calls 911. 
You got to listen to this 911 call. I haven't heard it. It does not make sense. Yeah. It doesn't. People have said he's trying to de-escalate. A crazy man breaks into your house. You don't want to get into a fight with him. You want to talk him down. Try and get the police there. Mm -hmm. There's that old story where the woman is being abused by her boyfriend. So she calls 911 and pretends like she's ordering a pizza. And she's like, oh, I have a large pepperoni. And the dispatcher's like, ma'am, this is 911. And she goes, yes, yes. And like, ma'am, you can't order pizza here. And she's like, yes, a large pepperoni. Ma'am, are you saying this because someone is around you who will hurt you? Yeah. And they go, okay, what's your address? And then they give the address and make it seem like it's a pizza. But Paul Pelosi wasn't doing that. Mm-mm. He's like, I think I called you by mistake. And then she's like, do you need emergency, emergency services? And he goes, no. Uh, what do you think? And then DePap goes, I think it's good. And she goes, and he goes, okay. DePap was on the tape? Yeah, you yes. can hear him. DePap's he, sitting with him and he's, or standing with him. I thought he was in the bathroom. I thought he was like hiding no, no, no. in the bathroom. No, no, no. He's, That's what he's they with told us originally. Oh. And he's like, he's like, she's like, do you need emergency fire or medical? And he goes, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, what do you think? And then DePap goes, I think we're good. And he goes, he says he thinks we're good, but, um, <laughs> but he's not leaving. And I'm just like, oh, hold on a minute. Okay, so that's kind of like a hostage well, call. Isn't there a moment where Paul is like... Why would DePat be like, it is totally fine, you've called the police, and I'm standing here talking with you, and I'm your friend. Yes. DePat even says, I'm a friend. Yeah, but Paul has to ask him his name. She's like, what's the guy's name? And, sure. and we hear David, DePat go, David. I mean, right. like, I don't know that they actually know each other. No, I'm not other. saying he did. I'm just saying... This I'm sure they didn't know each other. So maybe sense. the guy's not his dealer. I had that narrative going on yeah. in my head. Maybe it's just some random... No, 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 for sure, for sure. But my question is then... Why would DePap let Pelosi call 911, communicate with the dispatcher and Pelosi? Maybe he and said he was calling Nancy. No, no, no. He, it's, Maybe he told DePap that. She says, it's, it, he doesn't call 911, he calls the San Francisco PD. Do yeah, you have no, that call? Is that emergency. call? Can we listen to that? I'm pretty sure it's another Let's. Uh, I've never heard it. I think we do have worth it. listening to. I just want to be careful. Is it like because breathing heavily during it, or like we're not getting it. Well, any, and he's slow to no identify himself, too. And I don't mm. know if that's on purpose or not. He keeps Audio's saying, like, out. should be feeding. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Oh, wait. Here we go. This is San Francisco Police. Do you need help? Oh, well, there's a gentleman uh, here just waiting for my wife to come back, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, he's just uh, waiting for her to come back, because she's not going to be here for a day, so I guess we'll have to wait. Okay, do you need police fire or medical for anything? Uh, I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Zero, two, twenty, three, and fifty-eight oh. seconds. Uh, there, there's the, uh, um, 
Is the Capitol Police around? No, this they, is they separate. They usually take my wife. They're usually, here. They're usually here at the house protecting my wife. Uh, no, this is San Francisco in. Police. Friday, October. I, I, no, I understand. Um, okay, well, uh, and what do you think? Uh, he thinks everything's good. Uh, I've got a problem, but he thinks everything's good. Uh, okay. okay now hold on real quick. I've got a problem, but he thinks everything's good. Okay, maybe it's fair to say he is trying to de-escalate and he's scared to say police and police, but he literally asked for the Capitol Police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Saying that they're, they're usually protecting her, his wife. Maybe like, he wanted to make the Pappy feel more at ease to know the ca- there's no cops around. But he could have been like, oh, I can call them and tell them to bring Nancy. I'll call him right now. Well, mm-hmm. how did how did DePap let him call 911? He denies wanting emergency medical, but then literally, I'm sorry, emergency services, police or fire, but then asks if the Capitol Police are around. I think that it yeah, sounds yeah. like he was making a phone call to the I, I bet he just tried to appease him and said, uh, oh, we'll get Nancy. Oh, you want Nancy? I'll get Nancy on the phone right, right now. And he makes a call and he's talking. I must have called you by mistake. See, yeah, because you would if you were to Pappy, you would not know he was talking to 911 there. It makes what, me what think make he think called that? the Capitol Police or his whoever it secures his house normally first and didn't get a hold of them. Because he then is like, I must have called you by mistake because I'm actually looking for someone else. Are Capitol Police around? Like, he doesn't actually want to be talking to San Francisco Police. He wants to be talking to Capitol Police. If they I think he actually called them by mistake. Don't you have a contact for them? By mistake? I, I, think he, I think Paul was drunk out of his mind and called them by mistake. I don't know for sure, but think about this. If DePap was going to let him make a phone call, why wouldn't he call his wife or the Capitol Police? Maybe that's what he said he was doing. We don't know what he told but No, 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 hold on. DePap let him call the police. But did DePap know he was talking to police? He's literally talking to someone who says, do but, you want police? But is he on speakerphone? If Does he's, if, hear if he's not on speakerphone, why didn't he say, yes, send the police? Uh, probably because DePap was standing there with a hammer like three feet away okay, from okay, him. Okay, okay, you guys are he's like, okay, I got to be real, real smooth about we gotta, this. We got to pause real quick. I'm pulling a pizza He's delivery. on the phone and they say, do you need police, fire, medical? No, I don't think so. Because DePap's can, looking at him. Can, so then why did he say, are the Capitol Police around? Yeah, that's interesting. Well, you because he wants to make the guy feel more at ease. Then why didn't no... he call the Capitol Police? Because he's waiting. It does he's not messing, make he's sense. Messing he's, drunk with logic. he's messing with the Pap. Drunk logic is no logic. No, yes, he... yes, yes. Maybe, the, maybe Drunk that's logic maybe is that's no logic. Yeah. Look, I'm sorry. DePap let him make a phone call, or he made a phone call and DePap was getting angry. But if he's concerned, if he was doing the secret thing where he's like, please send me a pizza... When the when if DePap can't hear, and she says, "Do you need police?" He could have he could have been like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be great," but uh, right. maybe DePap can hear. But then he literally says, "Is the Capitol Police around?" DePap certainly heard that. Yeah. Although, and if if he was concerned, if if he was concerned about DePap's reaction, why did he call SFPD, ask for the Capitol Police instead, and say he doesn't want SFPD when he could have taken his phone and called? Drunk logic is no logic. He was, I think it's possible because this doesn't make sense. He was so drunk, he accidentally called SFPD because he's got SFPD and Capitol Police in his phone and he's like, and he hits the wrong button. Look, there's a million reasons he could have done this. But when I heard this, I w- everyone's saying it's de-escalation. He doesn't want DePap to get angry. Well, DePap's standing next to him when he asks for the Capitol Police. Maybe, but I hear a knock on the door. Did you hear the knock? If you pull it back right before he mentions the Capitol Police, you hear Usually four knocks. Protecting my wife. Uh, no, this is San Francisco in. Police. Friday, October. I, I, no, I understand. Um, okay, well, uh, I don't know, what do you think? No, it's before this. 
Uh, if everything's good, uh, I've got a problem. But you can hear the terror in his good. voice. Yeah. Uh, so go back. It's earlier. Uh, he's just uh, waiting for her to come back. She's not going to be here for a day, so I guess we'll have to wait. Okay, do you need police fire or medical for anything? Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, why wouldn't he just say yes right there? Why would he say, I don't think so, yeah. but then say, are the Capitol Police around? He might have closed, walked into a bathroom and closed the door. Okay. When he, right before he mentions the Capitol Police. You heard that right there. What yeah. was that? But it could be... Oh, hey, uh. Zero, two, twenty, three, and fifty-eight oh. seconds. Uh, there's, there's the... Uh, um, I don't think someone's knocking. I think someone's putting something down on a dresser or maybe, something. Maybe, maybe, maybe. This is like right before he opens the door. He's like, can you... Is the Capitol Police around? No, no, no. no. Because the door. of this call, they sent police out later on. Yeah, but I mean, when he says, the, are the Capitol Police around? And then he opens the door to let David in, something like that. Like, maybe David didn't hear him say that part. All I know is this is somehow Trump's fault. Somehow this is Trump's fault. Like, somehow this is Trump's fault. If David wasn't in the room with him... And he was on the phone with police. He would have said, send the police now. I need help. So if David is in the room with him, the argument is that he didn't want to agitate DePap. But then he literally says, are the Capitol police around? So I'm wondering if he, he was like, David, I got to go to the bathroom. Hold on. We'll figure this out. He goes into the bathroom, closes the door, makes the call. Halfway through, right before, he, you hear a knock on the door. And he's like, are the Capitol police around? Because that's oh. the knock. And then he opens the door why like, wouldn't he close the door and say okay yes please come yeah why wouldn't he just lock the door it doesn't and make sense dude even when well, they I don't, hold on this is what's frustrating me why everyone is trying so hard to justify paul pelosi is innocent and was actually a victim when the call doesn't make sense Only, i'm justifying it because the pap smashed his window to get into his house and hit him in the head with a hammer yeah and that and massive. also like what, but simply what are you put saying he's paul doing? pelosi is drunk out of his mind and doesn't make sense mm-hmm so it's like, why, why, why try and twist yourself into a position to justify that Paul Pelosi's call makes no sense? I mean, a lot of people were, at first were saying the, the lover thing, right? That was the, the that, that's thing. silly. That, that was silly because if I mean, if he was looking for a gay lover, he he's rich and, and he's eighty. You know, he's in San Francisco. He wouldn't find a three hundred pound fat well, loser like that. Well, well, he well, could well, find hey, hey, like a forty year old. Maybe he likes him big. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you know, he's got a fetish got their, for it. Yeah, people got no their judgment. Their, 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 that, exactly. that guy was looking go. for Nancy for sure. The way he said he's here looking for my wife, like he says it all diplomatically. He's definitely looking for Nancy. Yeah, yeah. that's what he says. And so he's trying to give David some hope. Like, hey, maybe let's let's, make let's, this let's, call. let's play through the call. Usually here, they're usually here at the house protecting my wife. Uh, no, this is San Francisco in. police. Friday, October. I, I no, I understand. Um, okay, well, uh, what do you think? What do you think? That's a way of... Should we get get pepperoni, too? Uh, he thinks everything's good. Uh, I've got a problem, but he thinks everything's good. Uh, Okay, call us back if you need your mind. Think about that. Call us back if you need some help or whatever she said. Change your mind. Or if you change your mind. No, 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 this, this... gentleman just uh, came into the house uh, and he wants to wait here for my wife to come home. And so, uh, anyway, he's on the phone. Do you know who the person is? No, I don't know who he is. He, he, uh, uh, he has this, he's telling me, he's he's telling me not to, uh, he's telling me not to do anything. 
What is your address? Okay, this is just weird. Like, that sounds like a lie. He probably knows who he is. It sounds like a lie because he's like, he's telling me not to do anything. The dude's standing next to him. He's literally asking DePap what he thinks, but then telling the police, DePap says, don't do anything, doesn't make sense. Yeah, dude. It doesn't, what doesn't make sense is we can say Pelosi's drunk, but DePap is standing next to him being like, don't you call the police? Oh, tell them my name's David. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I think DePap expected that this phone call was going to result in Nancy coming over. Yes, sir. Mm. Uh, That's what I was saying. Like that, he was humoring him. He's making him think that Nancy's going to be here. Friday. Hey, Lisa. This is Nancy. Uh, he thinks everything ought to, you know, he, he told me to put the phone down and uh, just do what he said. Okay. Okay. Who? What's the gentleman's name? What's that? My name's David. So he oh, can't. He, he can hear the dispatcher. She said, "What's his name?" And he immediately oh, responded, yeah, "David." So he can't hear what they're saying. Yeah. He can hear the dispatcher. The, the name is David. Okay, and who is David? I, I don't know. What's that? I'm a friend of theirs. Yeah, I. That's I, a lie. Um, he says he's a friend, but. As but I said, you don't. I've never, but you don't know who he is. No, no, ma'am. Mm. Right there, you're sending squad cars. Okay. Yeah. Immediately, He's like this is an emergency. Really, like, so I, I gotta, if you're what the I, dispatcher, yeah, that's all. So he didn't know David. No, but, that, so that, that's all the dispatcher need to hear. Like you well, don't know on. who he is. Like, I mean, look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that everybody is smart enough to break this down. But if I was the 911 dispatcher, 911 dispatcher, and a guy called and said, "Yeah, some guy just came into my house and uh, he's 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 uh, going to wait here for my wife," I'd be like, "What's your address?" Instantly, "What's right. your address?" And then I'd call and be like, we got a report of someone entering someone's house. You guys want to go check it out? I'll keep them on the phone and try and figure out what's going on. But this lady, this 911 dispatcher is just like, well, okay, I guess. <laughs> like, are you like, kidding? You get these calls back if you need dispatch. us. Yeah. Did you guys ever hear that dispatch call where the guy got stabbed and he called 911? He's like, I've been stabbed. I'm bleeding out. And she's like, Calm where down. are you? And yeah, call, are, really? Where are you at? He's like, I don't know. Or something. And she, she's like, like gets I'm, confrontational I'm, oh, no, no, with no. him. There was one where two kids got shot in a drive-by. And then two young guys, young adults, man, like 20 years old, and they call and they're like, help, help, I've been shot. And she goes, calm down. Where? He's like, I'm dying. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm, here's the address. And she goes, if you keep talking to me like that. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking these of. These people, like a lot of these 911 dispatchers, they're like RMV employees. They're the grumpiest people. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I'm in crisis. Aren't you used to this? Like every person calls you is in crisis. Yeah. Have you never dealt with a crazy person before? Well, You're it, like, I'm sorry, I don't talk to people unless you talk to me in a calm voice. You're 911. Probably could be like compassion fatigue. You know, they do this all the time. It yeah. could be them like being to the point where like they've just done it all day. They don't know if there could be people that call in to the same day that were pranking them the whole time. You never know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I totally well, hear like, what you're saying. There are a ton of people who call in insanely hysterical right. over something that like if you're the 911 dispatcher starts to feel small in comparison like the next person calls you with the murder person for that calls you because someone bumped their car well, like, look, at the, look at the veritas video from yesterday the guy called the cops for that mm-hmm. for a guy asking him questions the and cops all. are like mm. sorry to interrupt <laughs> no, sorry. um i i, I think just, the weird thing to me is that like she's like well so calls back and paul's like no i have a problem i don't want him to be here like I can't explain the beginning of the call. It is weird no matter how you look at it. I personally tend to lean towards like, yeah, I think it does seem like he's trying to like alert someone. And I still have the instinct that he maybe tried to get a hold of Capitol Police first and it didn't work. I, I just got to, I got to, I got to stop real quick. Take everything into consideration with the 911 call and then take into consideration that he answers the door with the police holding a beverage. 
Yeah. Maybe it's water. That he won't put down. That he won't put down. And when DePap twists the hammer out of his hand, he still won't drop his drink to try and stop the hammer. Alcoholism. It's a good drink. Maybe. That's some alpha thing. He's like trying to establish like, yo, I'm in control here. I don't know. It's $6,000 whiskey. He's like, it's not worth <laughs> it. I'm not dropping. I'm he not spilled. dropping. He's not buying the cheap stuff. No. no Why would true. you? You're a yeah, I mean, Nancy's got that $20 ice cream or whatever, you true. know, in her fridge. Remember that? He, maybe yeah. Paul felt like the cops are going to get this guy off of me, so like, let's just move on. Some people in a crisis situation are good at staying calm and trying to talk the person down, stuff like that, but like, I, I don't, know that Paul Pelosi is maybe he is but to then walk around with your your like nightcap is very strange I got, I'm gonna play there's, there's only a few more seconds stop Zero, talking to you okay 20, let me jump in yeah. here we go let's, let's play the rest okay he's telling me I'm being very leading so I, I gotta stop Zero, talking to you okay two, okay you sure leading? I can stay on the on. phone with you just to make sure everything's okay <clears throat> no he, he wants me to get the hell off the phone Zero, two, okay. Okay. And zero, eight Thank you. Seconds. Okay, bye. I'm I don't understand why, considering we heard all of that, he didn't say to David, if you want me to call Nancy, I can, I can call the, 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 the people who, who, who drive around, take care of her. It's the police. So, you know, I'll call him and let him know and tell him to bring her over. Mm. He would have believed you know, it. Probably drunk, I mean, he literally scared. said on the phone, I want Capitol Police. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why he said, Is the, are the Capitol Police there instead of just saying... Are like you're any the police. police will do. He was yeah, probably, right. Any police will do. He was probably panicking as he was drunk and and not used to this kind of thing because it just didn't. A lot of it was just kind of desperate. Like Capitol Police when he's on the San Francisco nine one one call and he asked for Capitol Police. That's a that's a weird desperation. Drunk. Well, yeah. That's why I want to know. Like, why is he like? I need Capitol Police. Like, if you're drunk and you're in an emergency, even if you're managing to stay weirdly calm, like. As soon as you get any kind of police, wouldn't you be like, yes, yes. Like, to me, it's it's interesting that he is specifically like, I, I don't know that I want to talk to you, but I definitely want to talk to Capitol Police. It's also possible that Capitol Police has a contingent in San Francisco watching the Pelosi's house that are in touch with the police department, but 911 dispatcher didn't know that. Uh, Philip R. super chatted that he was trying to speak in code, telling her that he was Pelosi's husband. I do agree with that. He says, you know, he's waiting for my wife, Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, the funny thing about that <laughs> is like, my guy, like, pe- nobody knows who that is. Mm-hmm. Go, nobody knows who that is. I, I will, I will, I will, we who should Nancy make Nancy Pelosi is? Nobody knows who Nancy Pelosi is. I think there are tons of people who couldn't name the Speaker I'd, of the I'd, House. What? I'd be willing to bet. You're in the news. We're in You're biased. Yeah. <laughs> go to Times, go to Times Square and I will give you 10 bucks for every person who says they know who Nancy Pelosi is. Yeah. You what percentage you, of the country do you think knows who Nancy Pelosi is? 12? Adults. adults. How many adults? adults. Oh, yeah, 12. 12%. That's it? Yep. What? Yeah. I was thinking that today. I think she's have one you of the most watched, identifiable. Have you ever followers. watched Flecka's videos? I have. Where he goes on the street and asks them basic questions like, "What na- name a country that starts with the letter U? And they go, uh, I don't know. It's like, United States of America? Kind of a question. Oh, come on, you think, man. Uh, you think, uh, I was thinking last night. Oh, what's it? No, go ahead. How we're in an echo chamber, how I'm in an echo chamber, even though I'm trying to be open-minded. I call, I texted my buddy out in LA and I was like, what do people in your zone think about Ukraine? Do they want an escalation? Because I'm in kind of like a libertarian, conservative echo chamber and everybody wants out of there. They want the US not involved. And, and so he messaged back. He's like, we want peace. We want Russia to not be invading. And it's like, man, I just, I, I still have like portals to people in other echo chambers, but we are, and even social media is intensifying that. Yeah, I was gonna say my echo chamber 
viewer is my friends who are not at all interested in politics, but could tell you everyone who's competing on The Bachelorette. And I love them dearly, but they just have lives and jobs and they don't follow the news super intensely. They're all smart and wonderful. They probably don't know who the Speaker of the House is. How many people do you think right now know Kevin McCarthy is? Less than Nancy Pelosi. Nancy, I think she's more famous than him. Maybe, maybe only because she was speaker than not than speaker, and she's been in for a really long time. But I would be willing to bet that if you went out into Times Square and spent one eight-hour shift, it would not financially harm me to pay you $10 for every individual you interview that says, I know who Nancy Pelosi is. She was the Speaker of the House in the 117th and 16th Congress. Some people... <gasps> I would, you know what I would say? I would say half correct answers. Like, she that Democrat lady? I'll accept that. Mm -hmm. But I'd be willing to bet after eight hours of asking people, I might end up losing in Times Square, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks. All right, Mark Dice. Go do it. (laughs) Full trans. I want to see all of them. I would would say 45% with no Nancy Pelosi. That would be my 45%. That's what I would say. I'm going to go the over under at 45. I'm going to be about 12, 10%, 15%. That's so low. 12 or 10%. She's just not that interesting. No offense, Nancy, She's but I mean, it's a politician. People aren't really into that kind of thing. We're in like Yo, a really how, unique how about this one? How about this one? Ask, ask someone who their current congressional rep is. Oh, that they would not know. That mm-hmm. they would not know. Like right. nobody knows, like my, co- unless you're Congresswoman's AOC or somebody like famous like that, you're not going to know who they are. Most people mm-hmm. aren't going to know who they are. I agree with How that many one. followers does Pelosi have on Twitter is an interesting question. That is a good question. Twitter There's also is a tough one because it is like a political social network. Right. It's very political. People charged. on Twitter probably, you probably, how many people She's on Twitter got, know who Nancy like, really, She's got 8.1 follow- million followers. But how many followers on Instagram does she have, right? That's I feel point, like right. there are more people who are on that platform. She doesn't run her account. Like, she's way too old. That's, to not, what it, that's, what, that's not why I ask, though. I don't care about if she runs the account or not. It's do regular 1.5 million on Instagram. Decent. How many people? But a significant drop off, right? Like, right. How many? Twitter Twitter is the news and politics space. Yeah. Instagram is casual celebrity. Yeah. 1.5 million followers. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, bro. That's nothing. Yeah, it's not that big. That's, 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 I mean, it's, it's less than AOC, who, remember, after she got elected, very famously did her skincare routine on the train down from New York to D.C. Like, she is working the crowd that she thinks will elect her. AOC's got 8.6 million Instagram followers. But what, Let's, 14 million Twitter, I think? AOC on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, I think she's like 14 million on Twitter. You want someone to look it up? Let's do uh Yeah. I think she's the top congresswoman for... Uh, Casey Neistat has 3 million followers. Who's Casey? that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Is he a congressman? No. No, he's no, no. a YouTube. Oh, I love blogger. that you think he is. Who's Casey Neistat? Casey Neistat is the... They, they call him the godfather of vlogging. He's like the liberal version of Michael Malice. Of vlogging? No. They, they sound alike. Like, yeah, like, they look alike. Like vlogs? Like in a river? Vlogging. A vlog, oh, vlogging. Okay. Casey Vlogs before Casey Neistat were like people with their phones filming themselves. And then he brought cinematic editing mm-hmm. and... Uh, production to YouTube vlogging gained mm-hmm. 10 million subscribers. He's got 3 million followers on Instagram. He's on magazine covers and you don't know who he is. That, yeah. that dude's going to hate me now. But you're a, no, no, he's, he's cool, dude. Okay. He's cool. You're a poli- my bad, my bad, dude. You're a, poli- you're a politico. I'm going to follow you. And you you think everybody's got to know Nancy Pelosi is, but she's got less than half the followers of right. Casey Neistat. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's a mainstream celebrity you've never heard of. For the record, Alexandria Cortez has 13.4 million on Twitter. Hmm. Is that her professional account or is that her personal? It just says at AOC. So I guess that's personal. Okay. Yeah. That was the one that existed before she was a congresswoman. Mm-hmm. That, what do you guys think about a congressman having their own and uh, a congressional one? What I don't like about at POTUS, for instance, as the president of the United States, uh, is that the, it gets handed off to the next guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the DM? So no private DMs on there on well, the POTUS probably, account. Probably like the next guy's going to read them as best stuff. they can. Yeah, yeah. Probably get scrubbed. 
I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I think I in like imagine Bill Clinton had one. He's texting Monica on the DMs. Then he's got to uh-huh. hand it over to the next guy. Bush is like, what's Awkward. happening here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I. I mean, I think I like the intent, right? Like to be like, this is my personal opinion versus like how I am representing my constituents online. I but see. I think it's especially it's it's really easy to conflate the two uh, and. If you say like, oh, but I said that on my personal account, are you supposed to be held less accountable to it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know who Billie Eilish is? I do. Right. 108 million followers. Yes. So it's like an entirely different league. But that's, that's a, like, like girl, like she looks like a little boy and she's got a high voice, right? No. no. She's, she's a, a singer. singer. She's, she's a, a pop singer. You got it. She looks like a little boy, doesn't no, she? No, because you're thinking that because she dresses in baggy clothes. Like she has Oh, maybe. You might think so. She's definitely not sexy. Kind of like green hair. Well, it depends on who you ask. She's young. Yes, she's like 20. And she's wicked woke. Yes. Is she? Okay. Is she? Uh, she yeah. performed at the Democratic National Convention. But does, yeah. it, but does it mean she's woke or is she just like default liberal? Like insanely right. woke. Like well, no, purple she's, hair, like one of those people. That, no, not necessarily. Just because of the way yeah, she dresses doesn't mean she's super woke. She okay. also has like views against pornography, etc. She's like staunchly anti-pornography. So she's a Matt Walsh fan. But I was, I was you know, I'm thinking. <laughs> but she's I'm, definitely a Democrat. I was yeah, trying to. I'm, you can say I'm, that. The reason I bring her up is just because I'm, I'm like, who's the most famous, like younger mm-hmm. person I can think of? Right. And, and you know who that was, mm-hmm. you know? So. I'm just I'm I don't know I don't think that many people would know who Nancy Pelosi is. Let's uh, actually I'll do I'll, I'll set up a poll. We'll set up a poll. Yeah, we'll see your followers are all gonna know who she is, but right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I, I mean, it makes a difference. I, and we're measuring off of uh, Twitter and Instagram, like we said. Twitter is much more political. It's more news oriented. Instagram is more lifestyle. There are a lot mm-hmm. of people who like it. We're not check talking about Facebook because I don't think anyone is super involved in Facebook anymore. And let's remember that Gen Z is actually going to measure you based on how many uh, followers you have on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm confident Nancy Pelosi is. If oh. she's on TikTok, she's she's far behind any of the TikTok celebrities. Mm-hmm. Do you have a TikTok account? Ed? I ha- have it. I don't want to use it. I just don't want to give in because it's literally owned by, it's Chinese spyware. And, yeah. I, and I'm just telling myself, no, no, no. But when you're in my line of work and you're, you're doing, you know, blogs and you're talking about pop culture and stuff, it's like everything is on TikTok. It's literally impossible to avoid. It do sucks. You, do you know what the third amendment is? Uh, I taught history. I should know this. Ah, no, I forget. I used that, to know him. that dude in the, uh, in January 6th who put his feet on Pelosi's desk. He was asked by the prosecutor, First Amendment, you know. Oh, it's it. where the British can't sleep in your house. Correct. Yeah. Gov- yeah, that's you don't have okay. to house soldiers. It's Boom, the government done. can't quarter yep. soldiers okay, yep. in your home. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it actually came up during COVID, but they asked that dude who put his feet on Pelosi's desk. He, they were like, you know, the, do you like the First Amendment? Yes. What is it? Do you like the Second Amendment? Do you know what the Third Amendment is? And he says, no. Recently, there was a, a, a judge being nominated. This one was really funny. And uh, the judge was asked, I can't remember who asked it, do you know what Article 5 of the Constitution is? I saw that. And she said, it doesn't come to mind. And he goes, okay, how about Article 2? And she goes, it doesn't come to mind. Article 2, a judge not knowing, is insane. Yeah. Article 5, it's like- it's the amendments one. Uh, Art- 5 Art- is the amendments, right? Uh, the-, the Convention of States. Okay. Article 2 is the executive branch. Mm-hmm. So when she was Pretty. like, I have no idea. It's like, <laughs> come on, dude. Wow. But you know- I, Did I, he know that she wasn't going to get that question yeah, right? Yes. Ahead of time? But here, yeah. I, here's why I bring that up. It's like when a judge can't tell you about the executive branch article in the, in the Constitution, yeah. I don't think the average person is going to be able to tell you who Nancy Pelosi is. Right. Now, we had, with the, poll, the poll's got 2,580 votes, 75%. People, do people know who Nancy Pelosi is? 75% say yes. But when you, but you know, know, for this show, right? right? Like yeah. I tell you, should go on any right, huge lifestyle, Instagram, TikTok, yeah. like whatever, someone who doesn't talk about politics and ask right. their audience. The majority of the country does not vote in the midterms. Like right. Less than 50% votes in the midterms. And so. still 
for and our Nancy audience, Pelosi's if twenty five percent of the of the audience not know who Nancy Pelosi is, unless they're trolling, still out of like two thousand votes, you know, it goes to show you that some people literally don't know who she is. Well, that didn't you know? say do you know? It just says do people know? And I think so I, I changed that. Yeah, I, I, I changed yeah, yeah. it to do normies know who Pelosi is? And now right. it's no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I wonder if the people in the chat were thinking it meant them. Right. Like, does like, anyone that's like? What I yeah. Do well. you know who Pelosi mm-hmm. is? They're like they're all great and informed. That's the same thing we're just talking about projection earlier. When you know things, there's an assumption that other people know it. Exactly. We are in an echo chamber, this dude. Is, my I, I I was I talked to Bannon about the election 2020, and he was like, you know, he thinks Trump won and all that stuff, and I was like. I, a friend of mine posted a video of him carrying his mail-in ballot while filming. He's got his phone like this and he's carrying it. He drops it in the mailbox. And I'm like, this dude couldn't tell you what Supreme Court justice meant. He would just mm-hmm. like, you, you'd say, what, what does Supreme Court justice mean? And he'd be like, is that when like you win a case in the Supreme Court? He wouldn't is it even, a new Taco Bell seasoning sauce? I mean, not that bad. Oh, He'd yeah. be like, does that mean like you got justice and like you won? It's like, oh. no, it means the people who are the literal judges who determine these things. He couldn't tell you even the, the concept of that. If you go to, if you go to these people, like, I, I, these are people I know who skateboard. These are people I know who play music. I can hit up any one of my friends and ask them about one of these things. And they'll just be like, I got no idea what you're talking about. I will say to them, name a sitting Supreme Court justice. And they'll go a, a sitting justice. What does that mean? Like, like, <laughs> like, do you mean like, you mean like in the front row? Do you mean like, do you mean like a current case or something? No, no, no. Like the justices, right? Like the people who sit on the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. And I'm not talking about stupid people. I'm talking about a guy who could tell you how to rebuild a car. He can yeah. break it a whole thing down for you, put it together, and be like, guy, I don't, I don't pay attention to that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's just me. That's just me. Right now, I said, do normies know who Pelosi is? Sixty-three percent said no. Maybe, I don't know. And that's fine. I, I have no problem with ignorant people who don't follow politics. We just should not be encouraging them to vote. And that's the problem is Democrats are encouraging the dumbest people to vote because there's strength in numbers. And so they're like, well, you know nothing about politics, but trust me, just vote for this person. And we're going to here, here's a bunch of ballots for you and have them by here by this date uh, in the box. Just drop it in there and things will get better if you do that. I, I got to read this super chat that came in from Paul A. He says, Tim, you keep asking who opened the door at Pelosi's house. Why do you think they had an exorcism? Math checks out. <laughs> there you go. I told <laughs> you, know, you, I you know thought had, it was haunted. You know, she had an exorcism, right? Who? Nancy Pelosi. Did? Yeah. yeah. On herself? At, at, no, at, at the house. What did oh, that really? mean? They, they brought in priests. Those guys are crazy hippies. I didn't know. <laughs> what did that? No wonder they're in San Francisco. I don't know. They brought in priests to they're perform. They're Catholics, right? They, they probably thought like, like dark they, energy. They take your you know? soul out or something. I don't even know what happens. It's actually. like you cast demons out of whatever it's in, and she thinks so it's she in. Has a demon? I saw someone who was like, they did that. Did the the uh, souls of all the dead babies she's allowed to be murdered come out of her walls or something like that? Because like she's Catholic, but then she's uh, for abortion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I I respect that she's like. I, I want to get rid of whatever bad vibes are in my house because my husband got attacked, but I don't know. Oh, she did that if, afterwards. Yeah, I don't know if the poltergeist is the one who opened the door. She really did that? Yeah. Yeah. Was that, first I heard. How, how did they, I've seen it in do, New York. I mean, New York Post reported on it. Did she talk about it? Did she like tell the world? Like, should have video recorded it and made a documentary on it. That was awesome. <laughs> we should we should totally make like a paranormal activity style movie about the Pelosi's house being haunted and like, you know, how it all went down. The ghost of Sam Hyde. I mean, take, the biggest take. thing with the Pelosi thing, it's like, it's more of an indictment on San Francisco that there are so many people out there like this that can just walk. Like, I assume they live in the rich part of town, but he, right. his fat ass ended up over there mm-hmm. and got inside the house. And it's just like, that to me is the bigger part of the story. It's like San Francisco has turned into a hellhole where fat lardos like the Papiers walking around. I, I, think, I think we could totally write an awesome horror movie script that, 
propagandize everything that happened. Like, DePap is at the house and they're having drinks together. And then, you know, he's like, I'm going to go out for a smoke. He was in the backyard. And then the door slams and the ghost appears in the window going, Mwah! he's like, no. And he takes the hammer and smashes through the window to try to get back in. He's like, I got to save Paul. He's trying to get back in. <laughs> they're, they're, they, and they, goes into they're, he's swinging the hammer at the ghost, but the ghost is like just moving around. And then all of a sudden they hear a knock at the door. And then Paul looks and they're like, now what? And they open it. And then the ghost goes into DePap. And then he's like, what's happening? No. But it goes in through his butt. <laughs> and that's why the cop re- the cop reached into the, yeah. in the video you can see the cop reach into the paps like, we're performing yeah, yeah I saw the crack it was, I don't, it was weird it was a lot it was very you know like you said how San weird Francisco it is San Francisco is a crazy place that's why they said the video yeah. was graphic it, you, you were, well, and like, like Pelosi's like dying you're like yeah. oh can we so we can't show that part sound? it's pretty brutal but it really is telling that Paul was not the villain in this one I think when David I mean David just turns and smashes him in the head and then you hear you Paul don't like, actually see it <gasps> you don't breathe. you don't but he's convulsing yeah and like for sure if for it's sure. an act I mean that's <gasps> I'm just saying you crazy, said you, you see him you see him yeah. make make a swing but right you but right. it's off shot yeah they right they leave the frame and that's when the connection is made but then they run around the corner you see blood on the ground you hear Paul gasp yeah I think it's worth pointing out that David's lawyers were against this video coming out because they said it would be incriminating to him Uh, and also he's entered a not guilty plea but not not guilty by reason of mental insanity or defect right so like I wonder if they'll change that now that this is out they'll be like oh well he was having a mental break and that was what's going time was carlo magno says tim we catholics do not claim pelosi bring back the potato man we need his voice (laughs) oh I never said you claimed her I just meant that she claimed you guys yeah bring back the potato man Who's the Seamus, Seamus. Seamus Coughlin. Seamus Coughlin. MD. No, he's not really a doctor. Yeah. There, there, was, some other, there, there was some other news we were going to talk about. What's going on? Dr. I'm just Seamus. I'm chilling. We're having a good time. Uh, this Pelosi thing's uh, great. War. I feel like this is a resolution to something that's kind of was a big deal, then kind of went to the back of my brain. I'm so glad I saw that video because I it, it makes things make a lot more sense that some crazy wacko smashed a window and hit a guy in the head. That's a lot easier to believe. It's literally how that guy from NBC described it, who I believe was fired or censored. He described exactly what happened in the yep. video and then they wanted to hide it. I don't know why they want to hide it because, uh, I mean, what, maybe they're embarrassed because he's in his underpants. Yeah. And he's drunk debauchery. You know, what time was it at? This happened one in the morning, That's, two yeah. in the morning, something like that. That's the other thing. Do we have time frames and all these things? Cause there's no, like, so talking sleeping? about the time frames. Well, you see the, the, the reason why they didn't want it released was cause they needed time to stage it. Oh, yeah, bring in the actors. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They actually yeah. just shot that. It just yeah, recently. we filmed it was the other day. <laughs> it looks just like him. Let's. Yeah, uh, right. I want to hear about you, Aiden, for a minute because we're sure. gonna. You, you told me earlier you got Turtle Boy News. Yes. So what, how did you get into this whole industry? So I was uh, an 11th grade history teacher at a public school in Massachusetts, and um, I started a blog using my real name uh, called AidenFromWorcester.com. And I got in trouble for it because uh, some of my opinions were the wrong ones. Basically, like you're not allowed to have controversial takes or whatever. And I got suspended for five days with no pay. And I was, it's hard to fire a teacher. Um, but I was this close, like they're like one more slip up, um, because of my social media postings and you're out. So I'm like, if I want to keep doing this, I need to be anonymous. So I created uh, a blog called turtle boy. There's a a funny statue in downtown Worcester, uh, of a boy who looks like he's having sex with a turtle. If you Google it, he's actually riding it. It's completely innocent, but it's like the first thing people think of when they think of Worcester. So what's called the blog turtle boy. And, uh, it started being anonymous. I did it while I was teaching. And then we went to a game in Buffalo in September of 2014 to watch the Patriots murder the Bills again. And uh, I, I filmed Buffalo fans up there because they're crazy and wild. And uh, like I was in the porta potty. They tried shaking, dumping me over. Like It was an awesome time. And I came home. I put the videos all on my blog. And it kind of went viral in Buffalo. 
And so all these Buffalo people want to find out like, who's this guy making fun of us and saying we're savages and blah, blah, blah. Somebody found out. I got doxxed and an, a, a Buffalo blogger wrote a blog about me saying, this is the guy that shit on our city and blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, our school was being inundated with emails. I was getting CC'd on all of them. Like you have an, a, a, you know, horrible words. Basically the school was getting threats and a police officer from Dudley had to come up to my classroom, like before the last period of the day and say, we got to get you out of here. And so they brought me down to the principal's office. The union was there and they're like, we we're, we just want to make sure you're okay. Uh, we're going to give you t- paid time off and just go and we'll figure this out. They were going to Try and basically, what they the resolution was they offered me a full year salary to walk away. Um, and I took it because I'm like, Well, I want to do I don't want to be a teacher anymore. It was getting to the point like I got right out before Trump, right out before um, there was no transgender students when I was there. I don't even know, like, none of that stuff existed in 2014. What year? 2014. 2014. And so I'm like, And so I started doing this, it was right around the Ferguson stuff, too. And I'm like, I, I turned it into a business. I just got a bunch of advertisers. I lost them all to boycotts. Then I got banned from Google AdSense. I had to create a new page, tbdailynews.com. It used to be called turtleboysports.com. Um, and like I said, I've overcome countless, uh, un- unprecedented, I would say, uh, censorship and deplatforming. I've been sued more times than I can count, undefeated in court. Um, I have multiple res- restraining orders on people who are constantly threatening me and my family. Um, and, uh, it's been a struggle at times. There's been many times I've wanted to quit, but, uh, I, I've dedicated my life to this. So this is what I'm doing. It sounded like in 2014, you were like one of the early, maybe not a victim, but, uh, someone that was affected by like a cancel culture oh, mob. Totally. Did you know other people that were also going through that at that time? No, I didn't. And, and, and the big thing I'd noticed, uh, and what upset me was I'm like, so I can't say these things because I'm a teacher. Like, that's what they said. Um, I had an opinion. I wrote a blog. I don't know if you guys remember, uh, the Richie incognito story, uh, player in the Miami dolphins. He was accused of bullying his teammate, Jonathan Martin. And my take on it was, I'm like, give me a break. 300 pound man getting bullied. It's football. You guys run into each other. And the school told me that this blog violates our anti-bullying policy because a student could read it and then feel uncomfortable going to you with bullying issues. And that's when I realized that there's no such thing as free speech for public servants. I'm like, I can't say this. So if I was an accountant, I could say this, but because I'm a teacher, I can't say this. What about my first amendment rights? The government employees don't have first amendment rights. Right. I learned that the hard way. You really don't have first amendment rights, but I like the first amendment and I really like, I don't like censoring myself. I hate censoring myself. And I'm like, I just took a chance. You know, it's the American spirit of just quitting your job. I mean, teaching is a comfortable position. Like you're never going to be rich, but you'll never be poor. You'll have a pension. You know when you're going to retire and and your whole life is basically written out for you and you'll get a house at the Cape at the end of it and you'll move on. But I'm like, you know what? That's no way to live. I want to take a chance. I want to do something here. Um, And here I am sitting with you fine people. So I think it worked out in the end. What were you teaching? Taught United States history. So have you been still teaching history through your blog? Uh, you know, I, I got to keep up on it a little more. I went to Harper's Ferry. I come in out here and that was really surreal. Yeah, because I the love old, the know. battery, the old battery where they built the weapons. It's all like t- down to rubble. They came in and they burned it to the ground. Yeah. During the Civil War. He needed a better plan. That didn't work <laughs> out too yeah. well. Uh, maybe if he had Twitter, he could have figured something out. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love United States history. I, I often incorporate it into a lot of blogs that I write, just the perspectives 
um, uh, on this stuff. Um, and I, I, I'm one of those teachers, like a lot of people think that like the public schools are infected by liberal teachers. There are a lot of liberal teachers, but there's also a lot of really good his, history teachers. My department, the majority of the social studies department at Shepherd Hill voted for uh, Republicans. I can say that without a doubt. And uh, I, I made sure my number one goal as a teacher was to make sure my students at the end of the year had no idea who I voted for. And they did. And I think any good teacher, that, that should be your goal. Your, your students should have no idea who you voted for. You should present every time I, I, I brought up a controversial issue that I would teach about like abortion. And I have strong opinions on it, but I'm not going to vocalize them. I'm going to say, here is what the pro-choice side says. Here is what the pro-life says. These ideas are in conflict and you get to make your own decisions based on those things. And unfortunately, like you see on Libs of TikTok, a lot of, you know, a lot of teachers don't do that. Um, and also, so it sounds like if you do go on social media and express yourself, then that also just kind of upends that intention of them not knowing what your political views are because you've expressed them on social media. Right. And that's where, you know, you get in trouble. You're like, you know, my, my social media was pretty private and mm -hmm. I, and I got in trouble one time. I would say like typically teachers and students are not supposed to be. Oh, I would, I was never friends with any yeah. students or anything like that, but they're like, well, this kid, a kid could see it because you're friends with this person and this person's friends with this person. And then they might see it that way. I mean, that's how ridiculous this was like schools are petrified of uh, any sort of controversy like that when it comes to one side of the aisle. Like you can be as radical as you want as a leftist and write the most insane uh, pro BLM things on your uh, on, on your Facebook page to the cows come home. You're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. But if you have the wrong conservative opinions on social media, uh, that's an issue. You think if you were at a private school would have been different? It would have been uh, even worse because there's no unionization at a private school. Mm -hmm. Like the least the I'm not anti-union at all. Like the union uh, protected me with this. And, and as much and as got they you could, a deal, it sounds like. they got me a deal, like as much as they could. And that's what you pay union dues for is not is for emergencies. It's basically insurance, like in case something bad happens. I mean, there's teachers that were wrongly accused of touching kids. Right. And the union was there for them. Like the first thing they taught us at Shepherd Hill was uh, if you ever have a girl for extra help, do it in the hallway. Never in your room. Okay. Never have a kid in your room mm -hmm. ever. I got there right after um, a, a sex scandal. If you Google her, Amber Jennings, hot, 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 had sex with a 15-year-old student. I was asked at my interview. Hmm. I swear to God, he asked me at this interview. He's like, um, so you're a young guy. You're 24. Uh, so what, what would you do if a young student want, came on to you and tried to hit on you? It's like, well, I would tell her no. This is inappropriate. Like, I don't know what the right answer. Like, do some people say, yeah, I would hook up with her? Like, no. Um, That's so crazy. They didn't even ask. Like, yeah, oh, I'd call the police and yeah, it's report such an it and question. leave the room. And I'd be like, it's, I would tell her it's inappropriate and I'd probably email her mom and say, this is what happened uh -huh. in school today. Do you think that's the right move is to contact the parents? Oh yeah. You got to cover your bases, man. You cannot yeah. take any chances. Like True. with a lot, like a kid goes home and starts saying, Mr. Carney hit on me, you know, something like that. You got to get out of that. You got to be, you got to get ahead of that. Cause some of these kids are twisted. Yeah. Don't be alone. Yeah, yeah, never. That's I was wild. never alone with a student in the classroom. We used ever. to have guidance counselor in their little office. You'd go sit down in their little office with them. Like, yep. Maybe they didn't have, maybe they had cameras. It was, it was the 90s at that point, though. Yeah, yeah. they probably don't do that anymore. Nope. Because oh, wow. now some kid comes in. out and says to the counselor, uh, I want a free period after, you know, lunch or whatever. And they say, well, you can't have that. Well, I'm just going to say that you said racist things to me. And they'll go, uh... So you're not alone anymore. I mean, probably some schools are doing it, but they're in for a rude awakening. What these kids are going to be doing? Do you also go to the uh, the uh, principal if they if a kid comes to you and is 
hitting on you or something? Well, that never happened, luckily. Um, so, but I think uh, you'd probably tell everyone. I would like, tell everyone. I would. I, I made it. I mean, I was 24 when I first started there, and you know, I'm young, and like some of the seven, like the seniors, would hint at inappropriate things. Like they would ask the first question. They would say things like, um, "So, do you go out on the weekends?" And I'm like, I know where this is going. You're like, I stay and I'm home like, far I go, away yeah, from you. And I'm like, I want to make myself seem like such a square loser that they don't even ask. Like, I'm so lame. Like, no. That's inappropriate. Like, and it stops real quick. They're like, this guy's lame. And that's the way I wanted to come across. I didn't want to be the cool teacher. The cool teachers are shitty teachers, quite frankly. They're in yeah. it for the wrong reasons. I wanted to be the lame teacher that taught you history. And that's what I took pride in. Uh, you know, there was three junior classes in the school. And my students did, uh, on average, 10 to 12 points higher at the test at the end of the year than the other kids. Because I made sure we got up to present-day American history. A lot of teachers only made it to, like, JFK or mm. maybe Vietnam. Um, but I made sure we got through Reagan and Carter and, and, and even Clinton and, and uh, like we talked about uh, the Kanye West. I remember showing the Kanye West uh, uh, Hurricane Katrina one. Yeah. Like we ended with right. Katrina, you know, so we got up to the present day and I took a lot of pride in that um, because I was there to educate. I wasn't there to be your friend. I wasn't there to hook up with girls and I just don't understand the teachers that go into it. It's like, what is wrong? With, like, Do you I, think some teachers go into it looking for validations from a younger audience? I like, think a, a lot of the teachers that you see that have had sexual affairs with students, I think they're the people that didn't get laid in high school, right? That were just like, and for the, and like, didn't, they weren't, and now for the first time, hot girls are interested yeah. in them. And mm -hmm. it, it gives them, like, it's exciting for the first time. And they're like, ooh, this is, should I do it? Maybe she won't tell anyone. And I don't know what they're thinking. I have a feeling there's a lot of budding teachers in chat, people listening that are pre preparing to become teachers or want to become teachers. What did you do, like, to get a 13% more better value in your test scores, particularly? Were you able to gauge what you were doing versus what other teachers were doing? Make sure they learn it. A lot of students, right, when you assign homework, like, you probably had this when you were in school. Like, okay, read this 10 pages, answer the questions at the end. What do they do? They skim it and they answer it. I didn't. I once I realized that they were just copying out of a book. I'm like, this is ineffective. This is they're not learning anything this way. What I want you to do, I don't want you to answer any questions. I want you to read it. I want you to understand it. Then tomorrow, when you come in, you're going to get a quiz every single day. Ten question, multiple choice. Because we haven't gone over it in class, I'm going to give you a, a two. You get to get two wrong. And that's what I'm going to grade it on. And that's all I wanted kids to do. Just read, understand, and they learned it a lot better that way. I got a feeling if we did audiobooks in school for kids that don't want to read, obviously we want to teach kids how to read and become literate. So mm -hmm. there's a value to reading, but it's so long. It takes so long for me. I was like, I am not reading your crap, mm -hmm. teach. But if it was audio, I think that might have been, I, I learn audibly. I think that could help. It has to, you have to make it interesting. Like you can't just teach like, okay, there was this act and then there was this act. You got to get into it. A, a history teacher especially has to have energy and they have to really love the topic. Like if I was teaching the John Brown raid, it's like, okay, check this out. You know, like, so there's a guy, John Brown, and he had five sons and these dudes were crazy. I don't know what they were thinking. You know, like they, they, they wanted to take this arsenal. It's, it's memorable. Did, didn't all his yeah. kids die? Like before him? Yes. Uh, most of them did, and he survived somehow. Yeah, and then got hung. Yeah, and they yeah. hanged him. His five kids were fighting with him? Yeah. This is a slave, re or this is like an abolitionist, what, I guess this, called a revolt The first Harper's person Ferry who died town? of Harper's Ferry was a black man they accidentally shot. It was John, on their side. John Brown, if, he, if, if someone existed today that was like John Brown... He would be locked up in two seconds as a violent, murderous psychopath. Like Timothy It's a literally something? an insurrection. He led yeah. an insurrection. I mean, he killed a bunch of people. Yeah. And like him and his he crew, and it was in, in Bleeding Kansas, I believe. Yes, before, he was in Kansas before, yeah. Yeah, so Bleeding Kansas was like, we don't want new states to be slave states. Then other people were like, they did. 
So he goes down along with many other people, and they were it, it was it was the, it was the pre-civil war. It was bleeding Kansas. It was mini civil war, and then you know what his big mistake was? I mean, you probably know all about his, the John Brown raid. Being right? outnumbered? No, 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 no. He let the train leave. Yeah. So after he took over the Harper's Ferry Armory, a train was coming in, and he said, "Okay, fine, you can leave." Train makes it to Baltimore, sends word, "Hey." You know, extremist guy, insurrection, treason, just took over the uh, Harper's Ferry Army. And this is, um, at the time, I'm pretty sure it was still Virginia. It wasn't West Virginia. Yeah, it was. That's right. Then they then they tell the feds, deploy the troops. Mm-hmm. If he didn't let that train leave, he would have been able to secure the city and secure the armory. And well, the, the other thing, too, is he was trying to foment a slave revolt. The yeah, they and, want they, revolt. and they never showed up. Yeah. They, they're like, if he asked Frederick Douglass to, can you do it? And Frederick was like, nah, chill. Like, we're all set. I've got, I'd like to hear your guys' opinions. I've got uh, on my Twitter banner, it's a picture of John Brown. You know, that picture where he's got the Bible in, in one hand and a rifle in the other, yeah. except it's my face photoshopped on it. Love it. Should uh-huh. I take that down? Should I, I change know. that no. a little too? It's, it's the, the, the problem with John Brown is it's just like, man, stopping slavery it's legit. But yo, he literally just killed innocent people. Like, I guess the question is whether you view them as innocent, but. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. The, the, like, there, there are stories of him walking up to... He was also a moron. He killed one of his... The, the first person who died was right. on their side yeah. and was running back towards them wow. and but they shot him. There, one, one of the stories is that he walked up to a, a landowner, a slave owner. He believed, I'm, I'm saying this specifically because he walks up to a guy and just shoots him in the face, kills him. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, hold on there a minute, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like that, that's, 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 I don't know about all that. It's like when it, when it, when it comes to war, even uh, Abraham Lincoln wasn't really trying to end slavery as much as they try to create that myth that he was. Mm-hmm. So abo- ab- abolitionists, a lot of really great people, a lot of really passionate people who fought in the civil war because they knew it was, a, it was a path to the end. But it's like, man, people like John Brown, that's tough. Mm-hmm. It's you know we, mm-hmm. people want to look back and be like he was an abolitionist. It's like yeah he was a murderous psychopath. Man. There's this- but you know, like I I loved teaching uh, World War II and especially the civil rights movement. We actually uh, one of my favorites was uh, the Little Rock Nine. Like I loved teaching oh, yeah. about that. And we actually set up a situation where we had pen pals. I contacted Little Rock Central High School, um, which is like a prestigious high school today. Um, it's actually paid for by the federal government. And my students had pen pals with theirs because uh, we, we watched a documentary about what Little Rock. Uh, Central High is like 50 years later. It's 60% black, 40% white, extremely segregated still, but self-segregated. You know, like black kids mm-hmm. congregate towards black kids. Mm-hmm. White kids congregate towards white um, white kids. Um, so I really love doing like the whole pen pal thing kind of like brought it to life. They're like, oh, we're talking to other kids in another state I've never been to and probably ne- never will go to. I don't know anything about, but this is cool. What's a Little Rock Nine? Uh, the, the Little Rock Nine, where uh, it was the first school that was forced to be desegregated in 1957. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Brown versus Board of Ed in 54 said you have to desegregate schools. And no southern states were until Little Rock decided we're going to do this. Um, and so nine black kids signed up to go to school. A mob met them outside. The Arkansas National Guard did nothing to stop the mob. And so Eisenhower had to come in and uh, basically send the 101st Airborne, literally the D-Day guys in. 
in mm-hmm. to walk the the children had to walk around school uh, getting protected by these people. We got riots in New York. Oh, do really? we? Yeah. Uh, so far, the videos I'm seeing are relatively light. They're smashing a cop car window, uh, drive a uh, windshield. Sorry, and uh, I'm seeing other people post about riots popping up. But so far, the video I've just seen. Because I got a notification. It was like, hey, riots are kicking off. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? And then I see a video. And they're in Times Square jumping on a cop car. And Times Square? Yeah. yeah. But it, it's I, it, the video is not like people throwing bricks or anything. It's a guy jumping on a car and smashing the windshield. I wonder how many people have actually seen the video. Yo, but I'm watching like even a bunch of conservatives are like, yo, they straight up murdered that guy. Yeah. Like cops were taking turns yeah, for sure. holding him and pounding on him. For sure. And 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 so it's it's murder. Like murders happen every day. Yeah. And it's like and the bad people, the people that did it, are being held accountable. So what are we doing here? Like, yeah, they're uh Hawk Newsom's in New York saying F peace, F peace. So they're basically just calling for violence. Wow. Union Square. Like like I said, it wouldn't even matter what was on the video. That's what I thought today yeah. too. It's like it really doesn't matter what's on the video. They're gonna riot no matter This what. is why I left the city. Mm-hmm. This is why we went outside of the city. We're not completely in the middle of nowhere, but we're middle of nowhere-ish. We get comments from people that are like, coming to Tim Pool's house was crazy. It's like pitch black. You got this long winding road. That's right. We're on top of a mountain. Because, yeah. yeah. uh, you know, New York's going to be, when, when, when the summer of love happened, there was a guy who called 911. He said, help, there's a fight break at my apartment. And the, the dispatcher said, sir, the city is under attack. What would you have us do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When was that? 2020. Wow. Yeah, so uh, yeah, cities are in a rough get spot. Get some right chickens, now. get out of cities, but we're we're gonna jump to super chat. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at timcast.com. We got a massive library of members only shows you can watch going all the way back the years of this show, and uh, check it out. It supports our work and our cultural endeavors. We really do appreciate it. Let's read what y'all have to say in the super chats. All right, let's see. Emily Kanata says, Turtle Rider for Life. Are you going to talk about that story out of Duxbury? Oh, we mentioned it earlier. The three, it's a horrible story. It's the mom oh, that killed her three yeah, kids. Oh, right, right, right. It's, right. it's like very few times do you write a story where it's actually like horrible. Did, I didn't want to write did it. Did it just happen? It just happened a couple days ago. And if you look at the pictures. The when youngest you look, child just. Just died today. Yeah. And if wow. you look at this woman's Facebook page, I mean, like the perfect family. The per- mm-hmm. Like, I love you, and it's just, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. This is a really great super chat from Minotaure says, the Pelosi video is what you get when you hire the writers of Reno 911 to write your psyops. How's <laughs> it go on? <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Here we go. I like that. Total Wildlife Management. This is at uh, 801 says, Memphis protesters have blocked the old 55 Memphis Bridge. Wow. So that was, that was an hour and a half ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. We'll see yeah. where we go. We'll see where we are, man. I assume that crosses the Mississippi. Must be a major bridge. Probably. Well, Mr. Dyset says, Tim, I tried sharing with you on Twitter that the Memphis police chief was recruited from Atlanta GA and a supporter of BLM, which might explain the Friday release of body camera footage. They want it to happen. Yeah. Yeah, man. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, I had to do the crying game shower scene earlier. I was walking on the street. Some lady said I was handsome. Then another slapped my butt. Then a woman asked me out on a date. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> there was this uh, meme going around from this feminist group. It's a comic. And it was like, how would men like getting harassed or whatever? And it was a four panel comic where it's like a guy walking down the street. And a woman's like, hey, handsome, you're looking pretty good. You should smile more. And then he's like, thanks. Then the next one is like an office where the woman's like, hello, lovely gentleman. They're smiling. Then it was a woman being like, wow, you fixed that computer all by yourself. That's impressive. And he's like, thanks. And it's just like... Do feminists just not understand guys at all? Yes. Think men <laughs> yes. Would, the crazy yeah. thing to me is that the woman who wrote that was outright saying that if she fixed her computer and you went, wow, did you fix your computer by yourself? It's impressive. 
That's should a, be offended. That's, a, that's an offensive thing to say to somebody. See, for a while I was getting told on the internet, like, you sh- everyone should compliment men more because, like, they don't hear very many compliments. So if you say, like, hey, I, I like your shirt, like, they'll remember that for the next well, year. The guy like, commented, he's like, the hot chick in my high school told me that the color of my sweater made my eyes pop and my blue eyes, you know, come out. I've worn the same color sweater for the rest of my life. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the ugly side. I feel like women are very free with themselves, like to compliment one another. I love your hair. I love your shoes. I love whatever. And like, I feel like that's not true for men amongst yourselves. Maybe you are. I don't want to. Guys assume, do the opposite. But guys rag on each other. That's true. Yeah. I try to compliment when it's genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing about if a woman compliments a guy is the guy can take it the wrong way and think that she wants to have sex with him. So you got to be real careful. Yeah, but not if the man's like, "Wow, did you fix the computer by yourself? That's impressive." The yeah. guy's not going to be like, wow, if, if that guy's some like, guys might. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, but that's a him problem, right? Like, like the majority yeah. of men can see it in the context, right? A confident I'm, man I'm, would. You know, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't would mind you. being catcalled. I mean, it's like, I mean, obviously women, would be, I mean, if, if a, imagine just a guy walking down the street, a bunch of women are like, oh, damn, you're looking fine. But like, you're like, I feel pretty. So what's up? What's your name? Like, like it would be so weird. It would right. it'd be like, but I wouldn't But what if it. it was like a big fat, old, nasty woman in a wheelchair and she's like, come here and give me some I'd, of that. And I would just be like, that's, I'd still be flattered. I'd be like, thank you. I'd be like, that's very kind of you. Very kind or if it was six you. dudes. I still got it. Like, if it was like six, it. If it was six, <laughs> six big dudes are like, you look good. Like that's weird because they're bigger than you. There's a lot of them. So I think women do feel afraid a lot of times when mm. they get yelled yeah, at. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but look, look, this comic but... is, not, is not talking about overt harassment. Like a guy pulls up in a car and starts saying nasty things to a woman and just, be, yeah. you know, like, you got a big butt and that's stupid. That's the thing, But if, man. like, if, if, a, if a, there's that video, 10 hours of walking through New York as a woman, and there were literally men saying, like, good morning. Yeah. And they were offended by that. It's unreal. It's like, okay, dude, if you're offended by good morning, we're, we're lost. Can't say anything, you know? yeah. I think that young women need a masculine source of of strength in their life. Usually that's the father. If they don't have a father, that's why, you know, a strong compliment can really help a human regardless of their gender. But Mm -hmm. things getting sexual is just so weird. I don't know how to... Sexual is a a compliment. If a woman said sexual things about a man, like, it would be complimentary. Mm -hmm. I would be flattered. I don't care how ugly you are. I'd still take it as a compliment. It's cool the first time from, but like being, oh, in, I, was in, I was in Hollywood for a while and I started to get overly sexualized. It was real. Like I just felt dirty and prostitute, like a prostitute. I, I left. It was, it gets old. We All right, let's Hollywood read some more. We, Hollywood. What's that? West Hollywood, or regular, Hollywood? regular Hollywood. All right, let's read this. We got Gustav Anderson. It says, Ian, check out the miracle of the sun in Portugal, 1917. You might find it interesting. Hmm. Ooh. Ginny says four of the officers made bail. Okay. Oh, okay. Not the guy swinging. Probably not the guy swinging. I'm guessing. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's see. What we get here. Maris McMullen says it's good to hear that Bocus is doing well. Unfortunately, none of us live forever. I'm a wood turner in Georgia who hand makes cremation urns. Is there someone I could get in contact with to give an urn for Bocus? I really do appreciate it, but it's okay. We're not going to need it. You know, we won't need it because everyone's going to. Uh, Pray for Bocus. Yeah, I've noticed with Bucko, he's uh, he wants to live, and that's the that's the key component, especially for a cat, but for anyone really. So I'm giving him the tools that I can to let his body do the work while he gets what he desires. You know what I started doing? I started heating up his food, and he eats it more. Because mm. I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, he yells at me for food. I put his kidney; he's got special kidney food on the plate. Put it down, and then he looks at it, and then he sniffs it, and then he just like walks away. So I put it in the microwave, heat it up, mix it up a little bit. Put it on the ground. He goes right in. Nice. I noticed uh, if I eat a piece of meat, he wants it. Then I feed him his meat. He goes right for it. Also, if I read the but ingredients. you can't give him any of that now. No, just his phosphate meat. 
lack of phosphates. Lack, yeah, stuff yeah. without phosphates. Or um, if I read the ingredients on his food can and really pay attention to what's in it, he starts to get interested in it and wants it. Like they want what you want, cats. Yeah, maybe he's like, hey, don't eat my. And food. some cats yeah. with kidney issues well, have, like experience nausea, so yeah. like part of it is just making it appetizing for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have these two different kinds of kidney food, and he like he goes back and forth. Like first he liked one, now he won't touch it, now he wants the other one. I give him the chicken and pork liver. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was, I tasted it. I was like, I could survive off this, Bucko. He was <laughs> like, I gotta, yeah. I gotta be honest. Like, I when I heated up his kidney food, it smelled like canned corned beef hash. You ever have that, like Hormel or whatever? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I think so. I like, I like it. It's, yeah, it's a little sweet. I didn't take. I didn't eat the cat. Food. I mean, but seriously, in a st- survival situation, man, I could, that would keep I, you alive. I, I have eaten cat food before. I have. Do you have a cat? A, Do you have I was going to. I got a five and a seven year old. Want to get a pet? I, I was going to wait for the dog until they get old enough to walk them. But then I'm thinking, I'm like, I've never had a cat before. Would you go cat with two kids like that age? I mean, I, I, I had a cat when I was in the third grade. He lived for 17 years. It was the best thing ever. I highly recommend cats uh, for Cats children. easy? Uh, they seem easy. If you know how to us. deal with them. There's this guy, Jackson Galaxy, who they does they a show. Them? Well, they, this show called My Cat from Hell. Yeah. It's a TV show. You can watch it. Watch those shows. He tells you everything you need to know about how to live with a cat, uh, with their litter box, keeping it open to the air, with having shelves on the wall for them to jump on, to play with them, to, to to kind of mimic the hunt before you feed them, mm-hmm. which mimics the kill. There's a lot of ways, and, and they're very are, easy. Cats are pretty independent and like relative to dogs. I I like dogs too. It's not that dogs are work. Dogs are work, yeah. and especially if you have kids in the house, like they're going to learn be able to like clean out the litter box and feed the cat. Like when but you have a dog like, that needs the training, it can be. Yeah. I imagine a little dogs harder. are part of like the American dream. Yeah, which is a weird sure. thing. All right, let's read this one from Owl Knight. He says, the latest Project Veritas video was removed. That's right. James O'Keefe tweeting out that YouTube took down the Project Veritas video. Oh, jeez. That's crazy. He went to Twitter first with it, which is the Twitter, right it's still up 20 million views. Yeah. That's the way. Yeah, it's like, what's, I mean, what are they trying to accomplish there? My people guess, see it still. My guess is that the people at Alphabet or the Google censors or whoever was doing this thought, they're, they're demonizing this guy, uh, Jared, is that his name, Jared? The dude that's like, don't. Jared with an O or something with an O. I don't want to mistake. Jordan. Jordan Jordan Walker. Uh, That they might think that this is actually abusing towards this guy. Like it's getting to the point where people are hating on this guy and he's coming to abuse. But like, let's just stay focused on what potential criminality and that Marco Rubio sent a letter to the CEO of Pfizer. Like, yo, explain this. Whatever happens with Jordan, you know, let's be kind to the guy. I understand not wanting to like, I don't know. Put something that's just like degrading to a human being. I do think that like everything James O'Keefe did, like the way he conducts himself, seems fair. It's not like he himself is like. It's different if it's a video where he's walking up being like, "You're an idiot." Like you I, know what I mean? That, that obviously is not what the video was. Everybody follow at Timcast News on Twitter because we've got videos coming out of the, let's just say, burgeoning riot in New York City. So I say that because a lot of it is protest, but they've they smashed up a you know a guy jumped on a police car, smashed the windshield. We've got footage of it with the police surrounding the vehicle. So it's getting to that point where it's pushing towards riot territory. So uh, at Timcast News on Twitter, we got a reporter on the ground. I believe mm-hmm. it's uh, Elad. Yeah, he's out there. He's on the ground. Eliyahu. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Rye Lyons says, 25 states filed a lawsuit yesterday in federal court to stop the Biden administration from allowing your employer to invest your retirement savings in ESG. It may be the most important case this year. Wow. Okay. That's cool. Vague, though. Invest in ESG. By that, do you mean invest in things that support BlackRock? (laughs) I think just companies that have high ESG scores. Who knows what that means exactly? All right. David uh, C. Cronk Sr. says it was a no-win scenario. No matter what Paul Pelosi did, he could spill his drink. That's an alcohol. Uh, that's alcohol abuse. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. He wouldn't let that drink go. 
He could have dropped the drink and then grabbed with his other hand. He didn't do it. He's like, no, not my drink. It reminds me of South Park when, uh, what's Jimbo? Is that mm-hmm. his name? Is teaching yeah. the kids how to hunt. And then they're like, you know, he's, there's like a misfire. He's like, whoa, that was dangerous. You almost spilled your beer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Gollum like. diving after the One Ring. Yeah, <laughs> Paul Pelosi <laughs> diving for the drink. Jeez, man. All right. Ready to Rumble says it's clearly a hostage situation with an elderly man. How is this hard to understand? Yeah, I'm with you because what we assume or expect from a hostage situation is not what happened. It's, it's as simple as that. It, it doesn't make sense that DePap would be standing with him while he called the police said, I don't want police, but are the Capitol police there? Now I've got to, get up, got to get off the phone. I just, it doesn't add up. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm, 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 a, I'm insinuating something happened. I'm just saying quite literally, this seems weird to me. It's an example of madness in action. He could be a crazy guy. Just a, could just be a crazy guy. You know, mm-hmm. crazy guy. It, it, uh, it does seem like you're, you're stretching to cover all of the weird things about it, but, you know, maybe that's the reality, huh? All right, what do we got here? Eddie F says, Tim, don't forget your rule, make, making the least amount of assumptions. This is all staged and they're all bad actors. Things got out of hand in the end because they involved drugs and alcohol. Yeah, that makes too many assumptions, though. You'd have to assume that they planned something and there were meetings beforehand. Mm-hmm. The simple solution is, well, I, I'm sorry, this is tough. So the Pelosi's had no security on their house this one night and that's when the guy decided to come. Was he staking it out? Like... I just got so many questions about this. Once I saw him smashing the window with a hammer, David DePap, I, I it, it set my mind at ease about what happened. I think he I did. I did ask him. why there's no alarm. Yeah, there's, yeah. No, alarm. there's no. I mean, I guess he's home, so maybe he didn't set it. Like it as much as like it kind of explains what happens. Like there are still questions. It's not definitive by any means. Like it's just weird that he's that accessible. Like, yeah, I, could just, I, just, I can just go in Nancy Pelosi's house. Right. Just, it doesn't make sense. Or like try. like Tim said, like this is the one night there wasn't security. Like, no, we have armed so security guards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no capital police. He said there's no capital police outside. Usually, he said usually there are capital police outside the building protecting my wife. But like she maybe, was in DC, right? So yeah, like so is he work? trying to say normally like normally my house is heavily secured, but please come help me because tonight it's not? Like Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't like, I went to CPAC and I couldn't get near Josh Holly. Like he's got like mm-hmm. he's like good luck getting near him, you yeah. know. But I can just walk in Nancy Pelosi's house whenever I want. That's wild. I was driving yeah. for, back from New York yesterday, or in the car, and, and I looked. At, I was just looking at houses as we were driving down the road, and like the windows, I could see into their living room. I could see the TV, and I'm like, we live in such a luxurious society where you can have your freaking house glass windows leading mm-hmm. into where you sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Like it's glass. It's Anyone not can true just in every country. Yeah, it's yeah. True. As a South African, it's the weirdest thing. It's like you guys trust that. David yeah, R says that. The dispatch call can be explained simply. He introduced himself as a Pelosi and the dispatcher voted for Trump. Solves every question. <laughs> I mean, hey, the cop, more likely to be Republican. But no, I think the dispatcher was just a little, what's the right word without being mean? RMV lady. L- slow on the uptake. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cynical? I don't think she follows national politics. That's fine. No, I just mean like when he's like, there's a guy in my house who just came in and I have a problem. And she's like, well, call me back if anything happens. It's like, <laughs> okay. Is she not trained? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yeah. Wayne L says, the times don't make sense. 911 call was at 2.25 a.m. Video oh. of him breaking in is at 5.31 a.m. And body camera video footage is at 9.31 a.m. But we know it wasn't at 9.31 in the morning. Like, that's not when the cop showed up. No, but that's what I was talking about. As I saw that super chat earlier, and I was wondering why um, 
on all these on all these things, we don't see any particular time frames of exactly when this happened. There's no you normally when something like this happens, you have an instance report of like all the time frames going down. Mm-hmm. But with this, we've never seen anything saying this happened this time, this happened this time, this happened this time chronologically mm-hmm. like listed it hasn't happened yet so it is why? weird it says 931 on the body camera footage but it's yeah. certainly not 931 it's dark out yeah that's what i'm saying like it's clearly not 931 uh, the argument PM? that like the legacy media i mean there are like tc there yeah. were like a bunch of uh publications that like sued to get this this stuff released and they said all of this has been read in pre pre-trial evidence hearing so like theoretically a report like that search would have come out then too and yeah, maybe they just didn't so? include in the lawsuit would, like would utc weird. make sense if it's nine that would put it at like midnight or something, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, or one one a.m., one thirty-one. No, but the call the call was at two two in the morning, so the police had to respond sometime after that, so around three. So why did it say T zero nine thirty-one? UTC is Zepridish. Is it's nine universal? Yeah. yeah. So that's it's three five, five, five hours ahead of East Coast of us. Yeah. Which means it would be eight for Los Angeles. So that would put, put this at one thirty-one a.m. But the phone call was made around two a.m. two twenty-five a.m. So it's an hour later. Yeah. So it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Maybe unless it's like daylight PM? savings. Daylight savings with a nine p.m. Oh, we're not in daylight savings though. It's minus five right now. Daylight, yeah. It's 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 after March. It goes to minus four, doesn't it? God, I don't know. I heard they're thinking about getting rid of that daylight savings. Yeah, time. Sure. I always talk it's about it every disgrace. year. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, let's read some more super chats. Yeah. All right. Franco Phillips says, "Tim and friends, the reason that our government wants to abolish the police is that they can instill a Gestapo federal police system when the citizens beg for them back." That is a very astute thing to point out. I agree that if we ever were to get rid of local police, you're left with federal police or private police, and you don't want those to run your life. Trust me, I've seen it in Chile. Just even when they were on my side, it was disconcerting to see federales on the corner with their mm-hmm. guns and stuff. I mean, yeah. you guys watch walk, Walking Dead. I mean, that's basically what happens in a lawless society. It's like you're going to get the Negans. You're going to get the saviors. Like that's why that show is somewhat realistic. It's like yeah. this is what happens when a society breaks down. The guy with the bat with the barbed wire on it who kills one person every time he comes to a new village, he's in charge now. Like that's yeah. what you're going to get instead of the police. So think, think of it twice before you abolish him. Think about what comes totally. next because they never do. Yeah. If you look at South Africa as well, know. we have like private security all over the country, and it's not necessarily a better system. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that right now. Was it worse? I mean, I'd say it's worse because the thing is, it's it's private security. They they hold you till they get to the police, and doesn't really. It's not exactly the same thing as like a police service that is like beholden to the law, et cetera, et cetera. Well, they know? just beat people up. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like not like that, but you know, they don't like if they did, you know. There's no body cams on it's them. Like casino only... police bringing you in the back room right. to get your count cards. Exactly. You can't you can't hold them accountable to anything. So that's the thing that's that's it's not like you said it's not necessarily better. You get the Negan guy. Um, I barely watched that series, but I know what you're talking about. I understand it's lawless. It's not mm-hmm. the same. It's not a better system just because you abolish the police doesn't mean that bad guys stop. Doesn't mean that people mm-hmm. aren't going to steal your stuff. Doesn't mean that people forget that they don't think about that stuff. The the timestamp on the break in footage is 5 a.m. So are these just clocks that are all set wrong? Is that what it is? I mean, that's that's a possibility. I don't know, man. It's weird. I mean, the, the the issue I take with it is, sure, but once you start stacking up all these weird things, you are now looking at, it's like, you do not have, it's a, it's a Jenga tower full of holes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. It's not a strongly supported structure of this narrative when it's like all these pieces. You take out one piece and it's like timestamp 5 a.m. And you go, yeah, well, you know. The cameras could be off. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, body camera footage 9 a.m. Well, I guess the body camera footage. Then you pull out another one. Phone call, 2 a.m. Okay, none of the timestamps add up, putting a bunch of holes in the narrative. Then there's the phone call. Is this the police? Yeah, oops, it was a mistake. Do you need the police? I don't. I don't think so. But are the Capitol Police there? 
why there's so many holes and the, the yeah. tower is about to fall I'm over. Whoever's making that next move, taking that whole thing. Did Com, he called the cops, then DePap left and came back <laughs> later with a hammer at 5 a.m. and then they set off an alarm, a silent alarm, and then the cops came out and that's what we saw. I'm wondering. I, don't I have know. no idea. At least these conversations are taking place. Yeah. You know, like uh, like uh, CNN, the, the immediate thing is going to be like, this is somehow Trump's fault. Like that's somehow mm -hmm. they will spin it. Well, we got a good one here. Highlander Ultra says, red pilled my mom today. The news guard rating for MSNBC and Obama sipping water at Flint, Michigan. If alcohol is at the coffee shops, a keto biscuit would be a good pairing. Myrtle Beach SC will have you. Um, I'm telling you guys, get news guard. And I know a lot of conservatives are like, I'm not supporting news guard. And I'm like, no, no, hear me out. Use the tools you have to win your arguments. NewsGuard rates MSNBC as essentially fake news, as they do not adhere to journalistic standards. You can then tell your wine aunt, your uncles, your, your, your woke friends and family, and you don't get aggressive with them and say, you watch fake news. Look, I can prove it. You say, where did, where did you hear that? You're not watching that conspiracy stuff. What, MSNBC, is that what that is? The, uh, the Rachel Maddow lady, yeah, she's like, the, she's like Lady Alex Jones or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they're gonna be like, yeah. what? That's not true. But like, yeah, yeah, here, look, look, uh, NewsGuard. Yeah, see, it says fake news. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're watching? And they'll go, oh, well, I, how do you respond to that? But then won't Politico say that NewsGuard is in and of itself fake news? The, no, that's because, a right wing thing. But NewsGuard gives Politico a perfect score. Oh, okay. There yep. you go. Who's really in control? Yeah. <laughs> so they're paying them off. Okay. They're like, okay. That's Microsoft. We'll Look, we, get, we, we, we should have a perfect score, but NewsGuard wrongly dinged us for no reason because they're full, of, they're, full of, they're full of it. What was the ding? They said that we quoted Donald Trump and that Trump was wrong. Therefore, we were wrong. And we were like, the story we ran was Donald Trump says thing. It's a news thing that happened. Like, we should have fact checked him. And I said, we're not running an analysis on what Donald Trump said. We're reporting him having said that. And we only did it, I think, five times in the years, the, the couple of years the website's been up. Out of 4,000 articles, there were five instances. And they said, that warrants you being irresponsible news producers. Ethical question. As you start your fact-checking service with your charity foundation, are you going to fact-check yourself? Tim Kiss? Yeah. That's the, one of the principal purposes. So yeah. the idea is to not have them work in the same place or be in communication, but then to grab the articles, go through them, and then ding them. But here's my attitude. The, the, the fact-checking plan that we have is we randomly sample 100 articles from the past three months or something like that. We then do a check for journalistic ethics, minimizing harm, facts, things like that. If they violate any ethic, we, will, we, will, we create a spreadsheet showing the X, explaining the violation, and then giving them a score X out of 100. The New York Times, I think, would probably end up at like a 70 out of 100. And we'd have 30 articles saying, like, here's why we believe this violated standard ethics. Mm -hmm. However, if the New York Times then goes in and addresses that and removes the violation, we will then change it to a check and say a correction has been made. The New York Times corrected this and removed the violation and improved their score. So you leave a trail time. of the error and the correction all in the Yeah, system. the idea would be, like, you can see everything they've done. So that would mean for TimCast, well, absolutely, we, they, uh, they should be checking us, too. Because then the benefit is when they come and say we randomly sampled 100 articles and we found, you know, 35 were violating these ethics, that's a low score. We'd be like, we'll have our team go in and correct each and every one of these things. I like it. We need more people that investigate themselves and find something wrong. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, it's, but the, the idea is to create, it's an independent. They're not going to work in the newsroom with the news team. They're going to be outside. Yeah. So we will have active fact checkers double fact checking our articles. We will then use that to correct any mistakes we make from, from the, the fact checkers. And then we will create a browser extension that will do the exact same thing for every other outlet. It takes a long time. It'll be very difficult. 
But what if you could use AI? Something like a chat GPT. No, it's thing. not so easy. You, you like how do you how do you AI minimize harm? That's tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when when CNN said this guy made a meme, we will reveal his identity unless he stops making memes. We'd be like X. I mean, that warrants a failing grade. I don't know, man. There's also. I'm, I'm wondering if we give a, you know, zero out of 100 to any overt and egregious acts of evil, like that CNN thing. Like, this is not a credible news agency. They have used their weight on more than one occasion to threaten people's lives, like livelihoods. Sorry. I the would, Andrew Kaczynski one with the, right, the, the right. WWE. That one, yep. Oh, yeah. I mean. And there, there, were other, there were other instances, too. And, and going to that old lady's house who was like on <laughs> yeah. Facebook. Right. Those are such that egregious violations of journalistic standards. You know, ethics, like, yeah, that's an ethics thing. James O'Keefe going to an, ex- to an executive's house is like, well, you know, and asking him questions. It's like, yeah, well, but that's what I mean about holding the power. Like the media right. does not go after the powerful. They, no, they go, go after, after the, the powerless. Yep. And when you go after the powerful, that is when you get in trouble. And it's kind of like what I do. I mean, that's my own business model is going after the powerful. And you see what happens when they do. Mm-hmm. They don't like that. All right. John McGee says, how many people know who the president pro tempore of the Senate is or what the person's role is? Where do they fall in the presidential line of succession? How about who is the president of the Senate? That's all just so very funny, isn't it? I don't know either of those things. I don't. So uh, is. Who, who is currently president pro tempore? It's, uh, it's, it's not still Grassley after this. Is after that this the same Congress. thing as? Uh, I think it's Grassley. It still is Grassley? not Grassley. I'm looking at it now. Anyone it? else? Any other guesses? It what? is. It was Grassley. It was. Now it's yeah. Patty Murray. Oh. Since January 3rd, 2023. Right. That's what I was asking. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. just changed. It was Grassley It's before. this thing where like I use that term when I cover Grassley enough, but like now that we've switched over and everyone shifted, like catch me again in four months, I probably can't answer all of them, but you get better. But again, this is like my job. Like I get to read and study this all the time, when right? I, when I was they're, watching they're, a bunch of football, I knew all the players. The presidency, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Okay. I, when I was like playing a lot of Madden 2003, you know, back in the day, uh, I knew all, I was learning all the players. Yeah. I knew all their names. I knew their, their, their speeds. I knew how mm-hmm. their, their stats. I yeah. Would, I mean, for a little while. Touchdowns they threw. Yeah, I was I was covering uh, when every state, like for a while, starting like November 30th, a bunch of states started banning TikTok on like government platforms and on government networks and stuff. And so I found this very interesting and covered it intensely for the site. And so at one point I was like listing, I could name every governor of like all of these states who had done this because I was using that information so readily. Like if, if you're uh, a student in your 11th grade history class, I'm sure they're all like ready to explain what everything in the constitution is it's it's just how how often are you accessing this information how often do you have right. to use it and they change the positions change just like football if you're out of it for five years you know yeah. there's new players on yeah the if team. you're not regularly teaching history you're not going to remember i mean you're going to forget 95 right. percent of what i taught you like, like i would everything. never expect my students to remember like remember i taught you this lesson mm-hmm. unless you're actively involved in it every day you know there's only so much information your brain can retain mm-hmm. i call it mental bandwidth i've mm-hmm. heard that from someone else but when people ask me hey do you want to do this instead of saying i can't i just say i don't have the mental bandwidth for it mm-hmm. yeah I use that expression too. I don't have bandwidth for this. Like I think about that all the time with people who are working, you know, not in the news industry and have children and have, you know, things going on in their life. Like I have a, I've, I've had people say to me like, Oh, I just feel like I haven't checked the news in weeks. And they probably haven't, but not because they're bad people because they have other things, uh, other demands on their time. Right. Like we have to have grace for people who don't have the time to look at the news all the time. I, that's why I feel like 
what we get to do with Timcast uh-huh. is cool because it's like, hey, if you have five minutes to scroll through Twitter or to check our website, like here are some stuff that like would be good that might affect your life that would be good for you to know going forward. Like you don't have to be an expert all the time. And that's why we say become a member at Timcast.com so we can do a lot more of that. Let's grab a, we got a couple more good super chats here. Cameron Peter says, Project Veritas has posted that Jordan Walker is still an active employee proving he wasn't a contractor. Very Whoa. interesting. And then uh, last one right here. This is great. Viper says, hey, just want to thank you, Tim and Luke. You guys gave me the inspiration to eat better, and I'm already seeing results. You guys are doing a great job with info. You know what I find really helps is uh, actually a scale. So when, uh, not this past November, but the number, November before, the October actually, before I got COVID, I was about 200 pounds, and uh, I didn't care. Yeah, I literally just didn't care. And I, I ate what I felt like eating and just did what I feel, felt like doing. And then one day I just stopped eating sugar. And then decided just, you know what, I'm going to cut all those sugars out. And then started losing weight really quickly. Checked the scale abruptly, like after a week or two. And I was like, oh, damn, I was down like five pounds. Then the next day I take the scale, I'm down again. And then every day I go down. What happens is when I get back on the scale and I start going up, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. And then it makes me think about it all day. That's just me. I don't know if it works for anybody else. But then I'm like, whoop, I ate that that pizookie over at BJ's Brewhouse, and now I'm feeling it. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Those are so good, though. Have you guys ever been there? No. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I've been there. It's a it's a cookie baked into a little pan Ugh. with Ugh. ice cream, big ice cream no, on top. I'm not and addicted the, to sugar right the now. The Oreo one has got Oreo cream filling on top. Yeah. You weighed yeah. 200 pounds? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. imagine that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't look tell. at the videos. Look at, look yeah. at, watch the show. You said that like I mean, you had an outro at the end of your videos, and at one point you came in here like we got to reshoot that. I don't look like that anymore. Well, no, no. People commented. Someone oh, yeah, super, yeah. someone super chatted your your outro video is you're fatter. You can tell you lost weight, dude. It's the like, John Stossel thumbnail of your interview oh, with him right. from like a yeah. year ago. That's yeah. the most obvious. It's yeah, like round, yeah. puffy. Compared yeah. to what you are now, I feel I, like I, I can't tell it seeing you every day. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say like you said that once, like oh yeah, I was two hundred pounds, and I remember being like, what really? Oh yeah, because like the other thing is like you also implemented like doing something you love, skating and being active. I've, all I was time. I was skating then too. Yeah, but it's but like, we were getting hibachi, and I'd have a big bowl of rice. Yeah, but mm. like making several small changes, like they are difficult at first, but they actually do pay off over time. And I think you are you know someone who who did that right. You cut sugar first. Dude, I also think I accidentally stopped eating a lot. I oh, just, that just kind of happened. That's good. That fasting thing's key. Luke. Yeah. Oh, I don't, no, go, go, go. Well, Luke, if you guys saw, I think it was on his Instagram, a picture of him with the eggs being like, acting like a, you know, a cubano <laughs> with his cocaine. But he looks ripped. Dude, he's got the shirt on. I'm like, does he have that fake bodysuit on? That's Luke's chest. And then I got real emasculated. What? I was like, oh, I got to start working <laughs> he out, man. He keeps trying to get you to work I out know. with the guy. He's a beast, dude. He went full beast mode in like two months. He got all this muscle. Definition yeah, is looking He's good. been having the trainer come and, and do the work with him. Yeah. All right, everybody, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, cut out the sugars, start eating healthy, start exercising. You'll you'll really appreciate it because I can't even begin to explain. First, I would say find a personal trainer, a nutritionist or whatever you can or start researching it. Find out what makes sense for you because not everybody's the same. But uh, I got to tell you this. When you get in shape, you'll all of a sudden just feel so good and it's really hard to describe. When you are out of shape, you don't realize you feel bad. Mm-hmm. And then like, once I stopped, I cut out the garbage, it feels like I wake up in the morning like a surge of lightning. Just like, I used to wake up like, now I wake up like, oh yeah. And, and I can tell when I eat garbage, cause like, I'm not, I'm not telling people to be monks. You know, I had a pizookie, okay? Cookie with ice cream all over it. 
But I mostly cut it out and I, I make it really like a rare treat. Although the past week I was just like, I had it like three days in a row because I was feeling miserable. But I tell you this, I learned my lesson because I wake up in the morning like, I feel miserable. And then I'm like, okay. And then I had tuna salad yesterday. Only thing I ate, tuna salad with peppers. Allison cooked it. It was fantastic. And the next day I woke up feeling like I could punch through a brick wall. It was, it was incredible. So do right by yourself. Become a member at TimCast.com if you want to support our work, our journalists, the, the cultural endeavors, the fact-checking stuff. It all takes time, but we are working on all this stuff. The cafe is currently under design and production. We own the building. It is happening. Mm-hmm. Now we have to do construction. I don't know how long it could take, but it is a relatively new project. So you can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Turtle Boy, you want to shout anything out? Yeah, just shout out to all the turtle riders. I see your turtle emojis in the comments. Thanks for showing up. Uh, if anybody wants to follow me, I'm at Dr. Turtle Boy, D-O-C-T-O-R, Turtle Boy, because if Jill Biden's a doctor, I'm definitely a doctor. And um, our website is tbdailynews.com. Thank you for having me. It's a real oh, pleasure being here. Yeah, absolutely. It's a blast. Uh, I'm Hannah Claire. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. You should follow TimCast News. I know Tim already said it, but we have some uh, on-the-ground footage going up from New York tonight. Uh at Timcast News on Twitter. There you I'm, go. I'm being coached on how to talk about I was social like the media. At, I was doing the at symbol with my hand. We got it. We got it. We, we could do charades. We, it's okay. We should. That's uh, fun. Yeah. So at Timcast News on Twitter, definitely go there, especially tonight. You can follow me on Instagram at hannahclaire.b or, and you can follow me on Twitter at hcbrimlow. Yeah, guys, thanks so much. I'm at Ian Crossland. Anywhere you want to find me, it's probably going to be me. Check for the long hair. And uh, you take the risk. If there's something you want to do, do it. If and you want to make a company right now, you start that company. We Are we documenting the Bocus? Yeah, we did. We have a, good, a bunch yeah. of good doc, early documentary stuff. I want to do an interview with the doctor who's super cool. Uh, hospital, Hopewell Animal Hospital, thank you guys so much for everything you've done so far. Um, you've been just amazing to bucko, to me, the staff. You guys are fantastic. I'm looking forward. I, I think it's actually really interesting because this is experimental. And if it works... We yeah. have, and we have documented this process. This could be. This could be really it could. Amazing. It could lead to this process becoming cheaper, more affordable. Yeah. Kidney failure could be a thing of the past for these animals. This is one of the leading leads causes of death for dogs and cats. So we, that could be to the point where we could eradicate that kind of thing. You look at people healing the blind, healing deaf people are able to hear now, healing spinal cord injuries with graphene insertions. I mean, we are on the precipice of magic in real time. So take the risk, like I did, taking that cat for for. 10 hours, uh, and I'd do it all again 50 more times, and uh, y- y- you would be amazed at the results. Thank you. And I am at Surge.com. Uh, I hope Elad stays safe on the ground there in New York. That's who's reporting, I imagine, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. it's Elad. Okay, and uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a good weekend. it be good to be back next week. I'm at Surge.com everywhere, Twitter, Instagram. Follow me wherever you want to see me. It was a good show. Yeah. All right. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. I hope you enjoy the weekend. We'll be back with clips throughout tomorrow and and Sunday. We have Mm -hmm. clips from all throughout the week. You can check out more content at TimCast.com, and then we'll see you all again Monday. Cheers, dudes.